This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Marking Out Proudly brings to you episode number 292. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I'm also joined here by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. And together we are the Wolf Pack Players. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Dave, how are you doing? I am doing amazing. It's it funny is because Friday. my energy is high and yours is just like, oh, I'm doing amazing. At least give me some Oprah. No? I am doing amazing. <laughs> I am having a coffee. It is my second cup of coffee. And you are going to win. You We're get a coffee. You get a coffee. Or you as are listening to Marking Out. I was going to say. Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Or as other people who are listening to this might pronounce it. You get a coffee. You get a coffee. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. You, you give three yips, but know what to do. Yep. Yep. What to do. Could you imagine he got back to the independent scene and he's like, yeah, I'm going to just be Skip Sheffield again. And they're going to be like, uh, we actually brought you in to be right back. And you're like, no, it's no, I'm no. skip. Yeah, dude, I, now see, that's dude, the, you would be the only person that would pop. For I that. was going to say, now that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would pop. You definitely would. Like, like his theme song would like feed me more would hit. Which and by the way, you'd that's like excited, but then it would cut off and go to a skip Shutfield theme song, like a country song. And you, you'd lose, you'd lose it. I have to give Ryback credit for that. Um, well, I mean, also, see, like, Cody Rhodes went out. He got himself, like, an actual band to do his theme song and everything. Um, Downstate. Yeah. Awesome theme song right there that everyone should be buying. Yeah, iTunes. If you didn't, Kingdom. sit on iTunes. Yeah, Kingdom. And uh, um, Ryback also, also went out and got himself a theme song. By Downstate or no? No, it's just, I don't know. I forget the name of the person that did it, but it's just... It's his theme song. Like, he recorded vocals for it and everything. That's pretty cool. I mean... He did the feed me more. And then, like, jing, 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 jing. Basically, like... I mean, a different version of what he used in WWE, yeah, obviously. Yeah, but still using his creativity to uh, make yeah. his own theme song. I mean, someone... Uh, what they should be doing... No, what they should be doing. Uh, Downstate. They just put out a poll on Twitter this past week about what they should be doing next. And they're going to be doing set, a version of Seth Rollins' theme song. Yeah, that's, that's that was pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. And talking about awesome, Brandon. Which I was going to say, this wait, week? no, no, wait, wait. I was still going to oh. say I'm, I'm quite disappointed in some sense with with Downstate. Uh, only on the sense that I, months ago they were like, oh, we're going to try to work on uh, Sasha Banks' theme song. That would be sick. And it hadn't happened. Because I, I tweeted them saying, like, oh, maybe you guys could do someone's theme song. I forgot whose theme song I told them. And there, and then and Justin was like, oh, I'm going to suggest probably Sasha Banks to this. And I was like, dude, hello, please do that. <laughs> that would be pretty sick. 
I would be a huge fan of that. Talking about awesome, though, Chris Hero is someone else that went out and did his own theme song back when he was with Rock, uh, Ring of Honor with the Chris is Awesome theme song. And that was great as well. So a lot, also, I feel like a lot of yeah, Cabana, huh. Cabana had his own theme song. Yeah, I feel like a lot of these independent wrestlers should be going out there and reaching out to artists to try to get their own theme song, as opposed to using uh, generic Disturbed or Linkin Park or something like that. You know? Yeah, but in some senses, it's like it's like that's like to me that's like a difficult task. Yeah, I don't take like so. I mean, all you do is reach don't... out to a, a few. I mean, it could even be a few local musicians. First of all, Cody Rhodes and Ryback are on two completely different levels than Chris Hero was when he had his theme. Yeah, song. but, I, but well, I guess with Chris Hero, the person that did do his theme song, he was friends with. Right. So, so but I mean, I'm sure like, you in, could even find if people. even in the sense like with uh, with Big O, like Ring Rope Rebellion did his they did a song for him, and then that turned into his theme song. You're welcome. So, like so, something like that, that it, the cards just line up and it works. But yeah, it's, it's got to be difficult for like a regular indie guy to just go out there and be like, contact all, so many bands, like, hey, I'm an indie worker, I need theme song, uh, I need a theme song. Can you please? Well, I feel like a lot of, I mean, and go check out Ring Rope Rebellion. We miss them. Good people over there. Um, with in regards to the, I lost my train of thought. In regards, to, in, in regards to the lyrics and music? Um, no, music no, and that's lyrics. not where my thought was Starring going. Drew Barrymore and Hugh Grant. Filmed Which right, movie? I think it's called Music and Lyrics or Lyrics and Music. Music and Lyrics I'm sounds right. Filmed right here locally on Long Island uh, at Adventureland. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, Hugh Grant does like a, he was a pop star in like the 80s. Uh-huh. And then he was like washed up or whatever, and like not washed up, he was just doing writing music for other people, I guess. And he hadn't written a hit or something. And mm-hmm. then he met Drew Barrymore, and then he ended up he he would do like the washed up '80s pop star like root, like oh I'm going to play here at Adventureland type of thing. Big O, so he worked with Bellion. So he played at Adventureland. Uh huh. Uh huh. It, it was cool. No, keep on going. No, I don't oh. know what else to say. You're just you're looking up. Internet no, facts. no, I'm not looking up anything. I'm trying to remember what I was trying to think of, well, where my thought was going until Ring Rope Rebellion took over my mind. Yeah. Oh, man, that's annoying. You're going to have to listen back to this and be like, yo, you were talking about this, and then I'm going to be like, yep, I so don't know. I specifically told you what, I was, what you were talking about. You were talking about music and lyrics. Yeah. About indie workers getting theme songs. Oh, yes. Okay. I feel like a lot of independent <laughs> press, like, you completely wrote me right back in. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I feel like there's a lot of independent wrestlers these days, or at least maybe um, only maybe on the East Coast because we are on the East Coast. We're more familiar with everyone, but I feel like it's not like how it used to be. I feel like because of the social media and exposure, a lot of independent wrestlers are getting their names out there a lot more than in the past. Like you have a yeah, lot. Yeah, gee, of- I wonder how. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, but all of these wrestlers, like back in the day, like you may not have known about Donovan Dijak. Before you wouldn't, like you wouldn't know Timmy Lou Retton before, yeah, the PWI 500. However, I mean, I looked but, him up. He seems like a good worker. Yeah, but I feel seen. like these, I feel like these like wrestlers nowadays, it's not as difficult. It's like, oh yeah, no, if you're interested in seeing what I, I'm a pro wrestler. Uh, this is what I do. This is what I've done. I've actually been in a match with, insert 
old school WWE wrestler. Like, I think it's a lot more easier than before. But yeah, well, I mean, social media, all you got to do is hashtag WWE and everything happens. Yeah. So during Monday Night Raw, when people, I mean, it's one of the most, uh, the highly, I don't know, toutable, not toutable, tweetable, tweeted events. Okay, tout? Really? No, not tout as in like, not the, not the app. Yeah. Okay. Tout as in the real word, tout. Yeah. But like, it's the, it's like the, everyone uses Twitter during Monday Night Raw. So yeah. if you're promoting an independent wrestling event, or if you are an independent wrestler, just go on Twitter and be like, just put yourself out there, hashtag WWE, hashtag Raw, and everyone scrolls through these things, and and eventually you'll it'll people will see it. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a lot easier now. Yeah, um, that's for sure. So, Brandon, how are you doing today? I am doing awesome as always. How was your week? How was my week? Was my my week was good. My, Any my week was good. Uh, I went last night to see Louis C.K. at Madison Square Garden, night one of three. Was um, it in the theater or was it in the no, actual? No, no, garden? no. This was the actual garden. All right. That's what I I, I feel like. I feel uh, when people are like, "Oh, I'm playing Madison Square Garden tonight." Yeah. It's just the theater at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, like it's still that's still like a cool thing. However, oh, yeah. I mean, you're still under the roof. Yeah, but I still don't say like that's to me. If if you're telling me you're playing the garden, you're playing the arena. When you tell me that you're playing the garden, I think of the arena. But then uh, if you tell me you're playing the theater, I think of uh, the Owen Hart versus Ken Shamrock. Yeah, well, <laughs> I believe. Uh, I believe no. Uh, oh. Fantastic song, by the way. And I wish R. Kelly would come over in New York and perform. I would definitely <laughs> 100% go see R. Kelly. I, for some reason, thought you were going to say, come over to my house and record with me. I mean, that hey. Funny. Hey, man. He could sing. Hey, he could maybe s- he could sing to you, and he could also record with you cooking with Brandon Five. I, I don't need him to sing to me. Um, he could I'm sing for nice. me. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't need him to like specifically be like, my mind's telling me no, like right in my face. <laughs> Dude, all I see is like you guys going like getting really close. And he's like, my mind is telling me no. And I'm like, and you guys just doing a music video and you're just like. I'm like awkwardly like trying not to make eye contact with him. <laughs> kind of like the picture that you and I took. What does that mean? What picture? Uh, the prom picture at Brad's wedding. Oh, yeah. I can see you and R. Kelly. Doing that, I would doing never, I would never do that with anyone. <laughs> My mind is telling me no, and then he's just like hiding in your closet. Yeah, uh, yeah. We can actually make an entire music video with that. Yeah, uh, what? We don't know R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that is the flaw to this entire logic, huh? That yeah. is out. Which that's that's part of a lyric in uh, in DX's theme song. I think, I think they say something like even R. Kelly knows how to fly or something like that or believes he can fly. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lyric. In the Kings by Run DMC. Uh-huh. Do you know that theme song? Degeneration. Uh, uh, that's the, what I thought. So. The yeah, King yeah, of yeah. Rock who? The King of Rock what? Yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? What? Sure no, I no, I know it. I know Zero it. reaction to the theme song, man. 
I, I know, I know. Hey, Mazel Tov to you uh, finally singing on the show. I appreciate yeah. that. That's that, twice. That was show. that was not singing. This is first no, no, all, no. That was twice in one show. That was that was eleven. That was eleven thirty. I have no voice right now. No, that was twice in one show, and I got to give you props for that because you said uh, I'll the never, three yes, episodes I'll that you you would never sing on the show. I didn't. I didn't put anything into it. It's like. No, my, you my voice, you, my dude, go back and listen to my uh, mind. Just tell them, no, you definitely nailed it. My my voice comes to me at like my voice is coming to me eight thirty p.m. Dude, you got it. That's when my voice comes. So my voice is telling me no. You're gonna say my voice is coming to me, <laughs> but yeah, I thought Louis Louis C.K. was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's the third time I've do, seen him. Do they have any openers? Yes, no. people did open for him. Uh-huh. Um, I don't remember their names, which I have to look it up after, because I like to keep track of all the events I've seen. But uh, one of them, the the first guy that opened, I knew him from Last Comic Standing. Uh-huh. He was like the weird voice guy. I don't know if you uh, know him. And then uh, the second person that opened was a woman she that I know her from. Uh, she was a writer for Seth Meyers. But now she's on The Daily Show. Oh, man. She's yeah. not really doing too well, huh? If I mean, The Daily Show and Seth Meyers, if you're writing for those two things, I'm sure. I don't know. I'm not a fan of either. I think that The Daily Show went downhill, and I think that Seth Meyers is not really that funny. Okay. So well, I'm sure that she flopped. No, she didn't. She got laughs. And it's like, I, she, I, went, I really I dislike her. So I went in there like, oh, I, I hate that I'm seeing her right now. Mm-hmm. And because uh, she's just like, when she was on late night with Seth Meyers, she would like she would do these bits, and I'm like, oh, this is not funny at all. Yeah. And uh, but like last night, I thought she was she was pretty good. And then uh, the last comic, I don't know his name, and I didn't know them. They hosted a podcast. Uh-huh. I don't know the name of the podcast either, so I'm just gonna have to look it up and uh, and hopefully find it. But. I was disappointed there was no merchandise or anything being sold. Why would there be merch, though? Why I wouldn't mean, you? Like, you're playing Madison Square Garden, three sold-out nights in a row or whatever. How are you not going to have, like, a poster like Louie at MSG or something? Or, uh, like, sign posters and stuff? When I, I don't saw, know. Maybe it would just cost too much money. Dude, well, I mean, if that, that could also be a factor. But when I saw... I mean, there's also a big difference right now between Kevin Hart and Louis C.K., yeah, like, I'm sure Kevin Hart's rolling it in. Not that oh, Louis yeah. isn't. Louis's probably set for life. But um, I mean, it depends on how he plays his cards. No, he's probably. I'm sure he's doing pretty well. No, he's probably set for life. Yeah, he's he's probably doing pretty well. But um, which he just had his show, a uh, new show of his premiere last night on FX, Better Things. Uh huh. I'm gonna have, I have to check it out still. But um, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, with Kevin Hart when when I saw him there last year, he had like shirts on shirts on shirts. He had autographed posters. I bought a ten dollar autographed Kevin Hart poster. For that, I would have bought one too. That's not bad, right? Well, maybe maybe some people are better at um, advertising themselves than others too. Well, no, maybe it Kevin could be Hart more has so, a, a good team with him. It could be more so like Louis, like. Ugh. I don't want to sell merchandise like that, so I don't care about that. I mean, it could be that too. Maybe Kevin Hart is okay with signing all these posters while CW or whatever his name is doesn't. 
CW, really? I don't know. What is it? Louis CK? CK, yeah. You really don't like Louis? I I never gave him a shot, but what I've heard, like, I not I does nothing for me. I really I like him, and I I really appreciated when I was in the elevator yesterday. Um, the, one of the people that worked at Madison Square Garden was talking to me, and he goes, "Oh, like, oh, you ready to laugh tonight?" Blah blah. I was like, "Yeah, it should be a good show." And he goes, "He goes, oh, he's so funny," and I like. He said like, "Oh yeah, he's so funny," and I was like, "Yeah, I think I saw him for the first time in like 2009 or 2008 or something." And he goes, "Wow," he goes back that far. I was like, "Dude, what?" I was like, we're like, where, how do you know him? Like the only, the first time you've ever heard of him was when he played here the last time in January or whatever. <clears throat> and he goes, yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the very first time he, <clears throat> he's ever heard of Louie and then thought he was so funny. I was like, dude, you got to check out his TV shows. You got to check out his other standups. And he goes, oh, I will. I was like, he's like, Louis CK to me is like the comedian. To you or to him? No, to me. Really? Yeah, as far as, like, who's, like, who is one of the best comics of our generation? Like, of this generation? Like, what would you say last generation I guess was? A lot, I guess a lot of people would agree with you. Who, I mean, where would, what would last generation be? Would that be, like... The last generation? Yeah, I don't know where, which, where maybe the generation gap ends. I would put him in maybe, the same... Maybe, right? Maybe Dane Cook? No, I would put Steve him Lynch? in the same category as... C uh, W whatever S C K Louis C K I well, really I, don't know if I, would I would put I would put Dane Cook ahead of C K because no. Dane Cook was around well, a lot earlier than C K no Louis C K was around then as well but not as big no I, mean, I believe he was as big I don't think he was so. writing movies and stuff well maybe he should have been doing stand up instead he was are you kidding me <laughs> dude you don't I, I don't dude know. I mean. Dane Cook was doing like Dane Cook. I think I think Dane Cook was the first. I think he was the first comedian to sell out the Garden in like years. Yeah, I think he's the first comedian to really break. I don't know. I'm not. I mean, in our generation, yes, because before that, I mean, look at Eddie Murphy, uh, Richard Pryor, all these other comedians, Robin Williams that uh, killed that stand up, and then did the crossover and became huge. I mean, Dane Cook kind of did the same thing, but he, I think he kind of flopped at the end, right? Well, I mean, uh, I mean, with, I mean, he started doing a few uh, rom-coms, and then he started doing, like, really poor movies, and then it just, like, kind of poor when was the last time we heard of him? I mean, I know he's doing a show, I think, at the Beacon during uh, New York Comedy Week, the New York Comedy Festival, whatever. I don't know. The, the thing I hate about comedians that I really hate is that they repeat their jokes every show. Yeah, Louie Lou, Louis didn't. Louie, he all knew. All new stuff. Like, I, I get it. All like, new material. Wanna, I get, like, you want to use different, you want to use the same material. Wait, for, but it, it depends on what you're doing, though. Like, Kevin Hart, like, yes, I, I heard his jokes prior to uh, the actual yeah, yeah. stand-up, but I heard it in, like, Late Night, where he would, like, test it out. But that's the thing, like, I don't like, like, that's the one thing I don't like about comedy, I mean, not nothing for nothing, but it's the same thing with, like, I hate to say it because I love him to death, but Mel Brooks. Like, sometimes you can hear the stories I mean, so every, single, every single time he's on a late night show. Oh, I always laugh. He takes out a comb and, and combs his yeah, hair does, and then sticks yeah, it, it on his head. mustache. Yeah, so. It's hilarious. 
But like not like stuff like that. But he'll repeat stories that you know where the story is going to end up. But that's like this. It's the same thing with uh, Rickles. Don Rickles. Like he'll come on stage. Any Jews here today? There you go. Me and you were going to the same place with that. That's awesome. Yeah, with Don Rickles too. Same exact thing. I mean, all these comedians and even like they have all these amazing stories and these amazing jokes, but you always hear the repeats and you're like, oh yeah, I know where this is going. But it's funny, like, because sometimes I could listen to, like, I've seen Howie Mandel twice now, and mm-hmm. he's not always, and the, the set wasn't exactly the same, but some of the stories repeated, mm-hmm. but they're just such good stories that I'm like, yeah, absolutely, I'll listen to it. Like, I, he but just, then that's, that's one of the things that threw me off of uh, Dane Cook, because his stuff was so repetitive that it was just... No, I think his stuff was so down to a T where, like, where were you seeing Dane Cook stand up? Like, you never went. Right, so what you saw at Oneonta was probably the same exact show that you would have seen at Madison Square Garden. And that was the the show. Well, that's everything. When I saw him, it was was right after his, like, first uh, Comedy Central uh, stand up show. So, it, like, you heard all of the, like, the, I, like the Burger King joke and a few other ones uh, that you knew of. And it's always fun and everything, but then after that, it gets repetitive. Well, I don't I, know if he does any of that stuff, of the older stuff, at, like, at the MSG show. I would assume that he did because those are, like, classic Dane Cook. Right. I mean... Um, well, like, that was 2005. Three. No, I um, I actually, I saw him in two thousand three or two thousand four. Yes, maybe oh five. That was such a long time ago. So I'm I'm sure by now he has new material. I mean, yeah, he had that. uh, Who's the comedian that passed away that used to yell at the uh, yell at the clouds, yell at the crowds? He was in Back to School as one of the professors. Oh, Kins. You you would definitely know him. Yeah, um, I can't think of his name right now because you asked. Not, me. not Bobcat. Uh, Kingsley uh, Kissinger. Kit. Uh, it's with a K. This is so annoying. Yeah, you're not gonna get it. So I'm not gonna get it. He was in a music video too. But what was your point? No, he reminded me of him. Like he got a lot, of, like the yelling to the crowd, the getting very uh, amped up, and everything like that. But I feel like it's not the same anymore. Now, now on the other hand, where a guy like Bob Saget comes onto the stage and does his stand-up, that I could see multiple times. And every single time it's different because he interacts with the crowd. To be honest, I don't know. I, 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 maybe I, I don't know unless until I'm there. With Saget? Yeah. Saget's like a dirty comedian too. Oh, yeah. And but like it's awesome because he gets on stage. He'll play. He'll play guitar also. Really? And he has hits. Like not hits, hits, but like hits as in like from his first stand-up special. Like uh, I don't know if I could say anything. <laughs> yeah, maybe we. <laughs> it, it's Saget, so I would play it safe. <laughs> yeah. So I think everyone knows. I, I enjoy hearing he he'll uh, occasionally break out into like American Pie. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, I don't know, Stairway to Heaven and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. So it's funny. It's good. Yeah. It's a good time. I gotta tell you, I'm, I took a break from listening to croc, uh, croc, uh, classic rock uh, for a while because it's so repetitive on the radio. And then the other day, I turned on Stairway to Heaven, and it is awesome. Like, sometimes you need to take a break from things. Maybe that's the same thing with comedy. Maybe at times you have to take a break from listening to the jokes, and then once you re-listen to it, it's like the first time that you ever heard it. But so, the, it's point, one the point is, is go see Louis C.K. Oh, that's where we were getting at. Yeah. Which I'm still <laughs> disappointed I didn't, I didn't, I almost met I, him I, once. I, I guess we could have gotten to that point 15 minutes ago, maybe, right? Probably. But I, I, I almost <laughs> met him one time, and my friend didn't want to go approach him. Why? We, I have no idea. We were, we were literally, it, we went to go see him at Caroline's on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And what happens is you reserve your tickets and then pay at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. So we were literally the only table left in there waiting to pay our check. And the woman mm-hmm. had our, our like, credit cards and, and our checks and everything. And uh, Louis, like, the after, like, that's what I like with Caroline's, because, like, afterwards, like, they'll just come out and, like, chill mm-hmm. in the One of my room. friends played there recently, I think. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so Louis came out, and he was talking to somebody in the room, and I was like, dude, let's go meet him. Yeah. And they just, like, they did not want to do it. I was like, oh. Dude, you got to do it yourself at times. Yeah, but you I... really have to. I mean, honestly, I wish that we did that when we were uh, at a few past wrestling events, where we actually took initiative to meet these people, to, you know, not be all, just to get up in there as a fan. I mean, I, I went, we I did. went, I did... Like for when I went, I went to see Patton Oswalt there. I met him. I went to see Susie Essman there. I met her. And then um, after JB Smooth said he was actually like in the in the lobby selling merch and stuff. Yeah, but I went and I met him too. So that was really cool. Mm-hmm. So like I, I do like do it. Yeah. Just for whatever reason with Louie, I just I didn't. You, sometimes you gotta take those chances. And now life. like he kind of like he. He kind of scares me at some points. Really? But, well, because he's like, like he goes on the late night shows and everything, and he's like, oh, I don't take pictures with anyone. Like, it's just like, well, what do you want a picture with me for? It's like, I'd rather, like, get to know you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll have a conversation with you. So it's like, I, I don't know what to say in, in yes, situations. You do. Like, I do not. You're such a liar. I know. Dude, what am I going to say? have conversations with pro wrestlers and legit make fun of them. Upon meeting them, pretty much, and what? everybody laughs. You can easily I, do that. Who did I make fun of? I don't recall, but it kind of threw me off, and I found that hilarious. Um, I, I remember. I don't know, but all right. Um, anything else about your week? Uh, not much. My week was good. <laughs> your week was probably okay. <laughs> no, my week was great. There's that new, I can't wait for this lineup of TBS. They've been putting on so much good stuff with Wrecked. Oh, so. And then the detour. I cannot wait for that UFO show. The, uh, uh, what is it, From Earth or something? I don't know. When does it come out? Uh, October 31st. Oh, Halloween. It, it, it looks hilarious. It's all about like kind of a peer, uh, a peer group of people that have been abducted by aliens. That's going to be a and Monday it, night show? Um, I think so. And it just looks, it looks on the same page as Wrecked. Like, it looks one of those, like, like dumb comedies, but TBS has been doing dumb comedies very well, where it's not... Dumb comedies? <laughs> yeah, right? But, like, it's not, like, the stupid. It's, it's not, like, a where it's, like, 
this is really yeah. stupid. I enjoyed. I, well, not stupid, stupid, but like I don't think it was stupid at all in that sense. But um, clipped, I enjoyed, clipped. which was uh, Ashley Tisdale. I think I don't know if she like produced it or whatnot, but um, George She's Went. She's a name I haven't heard in a long time. George Went was on it. Uh, Norm Oops. from Cheers. Norm. You know him, obviously. Yep. And then uh, Reginald Val Johnson played his boyfriend on the show, was also a cop on the show. Is that oh, Rocky Johnson? No. He oh. was um, from Family Matters. He played Carl Winslow. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I enjoyed that show, and I enjoyed uh, another show from TBS with um, uh, the guy from That 70s Show. That 70s Show. Which one? Da- Red? Danny Matherson. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they, they, they do put out some good shows. Mm-hmm. He has a show on Netflix, I believe. Him and Ashton Kutcher, right? Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I have to. But... That looked like it has potential. It's called I forgot the, who the, the dad was. It's called The Ranch. The Ranch? Who's the dad in that? Do you know offhand? I don't know. I, remember I know he's famous, though. Yeah, it was a comedian that looked pretty funny. All right, well... That's enough banter between us. Not really banter. That was awesome. You know you loved it. All right, let's talk about some outside-the-ring news. So the PWI 500 list came out last week, and the top spot went to Roman Reigns. Uh, Brandon, what's your thoughts on that? Seth Rollins? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I don't. How long was Roman Reigns champion for? I don't know, but then he gets popped with the suspension. Two, two weeks? I don't remember. I mean, he was never really that over with the crowd, but number one? Number one. Yeah, I don't really? uh, I don't get that one. You could tell, like, this is, like, PWI, like, uh, it's always been one of those things that you read when you were a kid, but when you get older, I mean, you well, realize how you, much of a scam it is. For you to have read it as a kid, I didn't. Yeah, know. yeah, I, I used to always love reading because I always wanted to introduce myself to uh, more independent wrestlers, and it was interesting. I mean, I have like the PWI Almanac back in like '95, '96. Is, is go like back a, and read it. That's the thing where you would look and be like, "Oh, it's uh, Michael Hickenbottom." Yeah, you'd be like, huh, who is that? It's it's Jean Paul Levesque. Yeah. Um, it's like, bro, it's, it's Jean Paul Levesque. Yeah. All right, so number two is Okada. Three, Balor. Four, Styles. Five, Lethal. Six, KO. Seven, Nakamura. Eight, Seth Rollins. Eight, Seth Rollins. Nine, Ambrose. And ten, Cena. Uh, kind of a skewed top 10. I think that Rollins should definitely be higher. Um, I mean, is would you even put Ambrose in the top 10? Uh, I mean, he's the current WWE champion. Current, but what but, is he up for that? I mean, but, he was complaining about all of his title yeah, reigns. He didn't do much. He was having feuds with Sandow. In the past year, he lost to Brock Lesnar. Yeah. He lost to so many other people, Rollins and Oh, you know who I didn't look up? I didn't look up Triple H. I'm surprised that they didn't put Triple H in the top ten. I would not be surprised with that. Uh, some things that I may mention, uh, number 15 was Ricochet. I think Ricochet could have been in the top ten for the year that he had from uh, Lucha Underground to PWG to Japan. I think Ricochet could have been in the top ten. 
19, Lesnar. 19, 29, Del Rio. 55, Cesaro. Like, what How are you is, saying here? Like, they should be higher? Like, Lesnar and Del Rio should definitely be out of, like, up there. Cesaro like, up should there as in what? Like, closer to like, one or away, closer to 500? Away from one. Closer to 500. Cesaro should definitely be closer to one. I mean, Big Show's at 102. I think he should be in the 200s. Zack Ryder's at 109. I think that's appropriate for Zack Ryder. Maybe you should have been <laughs> 50. Maybe you can argue 60 to 100, but... You're like, ah, this guy is too high. This guy is too low. Yeah. Zach Ryder. I mean, he's making his, his improvements. Um, I mean, his improvements. Yeah, he's moving up. Marty Skrull, he's at 204. I mean, he's had a really standout year, and he's not even breaking 100, breaking the 100 to 200 ranking. I mean, some other uh, pe- notable names for us, uh, Papadon, 249, Myers, 360, Alex Reynolds, 454, Johnny Silver, 458, and uh, number 500, Timmy Lee Redden. Keep your eye out for that. Uh, that uh, what was it? I don't, I don't remember. What was the uh, term for Kurt, Kurt Axel? Curtis Axel? Yeah. I don't remember. Some yeah. NFL football. Yeah. Well, he's the last one. But, yeah, but this list is a joke. It's clearly it's a joke. Totally they just oh, they had the whole thing with AR Fox. Oh, come on. They confused Strickland and AR Fox. How do you do that? That's awful. I mean, this is also the PWI 500 that confused the Young Bucks last year. Really? Or the year before. Yeah. They printed the – they messed that up. And then there was another time what where they, they confused Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. What though. they print? Mark and Mark Jackson? I I think <laughs> I I forgot what they did, but they also confused Zach Ryder and Kurt uh, Kurt Hawkins a few years ago, I believe. I don't remember that. I think but it's, Zach but Ryder it's very something. Stuff. It's definitely huh? something that I could see them doing. Yeah, just awful. The lack of edit, like the lack of editing. The lack of logic with this ranking, the it, it's just so such bogusness. It is insane. There's so many wrestlers that aren't listed that should be, and there's so many wrestlers that are listed listed that shouldn't be, and it's just such a it's so skewed and stupid. And I, I never understand how like if you're a tag team worker and you're only in tag team matches, how they decipher that, right? I'd never understand that. Makes no sense. Like, I think Hanson should be higher, Jack, A lot of these people that are getting their names out there, Dalton Castle, I think they should be easily higher. But you, they favorite people in WWE like Del Rio. What has he done this past year? Lesnar. All right, I get it. He's a name. <laughs> I mean, Del Rio, he, what he's done in the past year was return. Exactly. Big Show. Come on. So, all right. Uh, Cole Cabana and CM Punk, their bromance is over. Allegedly. I don't know if it's necessarily over. I just think, yeah, according to the news, uh, yeah. because Cole Cabana was apparently backstage at Raw, CM Punk was upset because they have that... Um, the case against the doctor. Yeah, so... But who knows? who knows if there's any truth to this. I mean, all they did was unfollow each other on Twitter. And apparently that's a big deal now if you follow and unfollow people on Twitter. Yeah, I mean... Tom Hiddleston? Is that his name? 
Oh, Taylor you, Swift don't follow each other. Maybe? Oh, Loki. Yeah, that, that's still isn't he? He's a lot older than her. Probably. She she gets around too much, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, I, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to be struck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like lightning. I mean, she. I don't know. She dating too often. Like, just I mean, people focus allowed, on people not to date. Us. I don't know. Um, all right, so now. First ever WWE Performance Center combine took place this past week. The winners for the male, uh, for the men, were the was the former University of Minnesota linebacker Roddick Moss, and for the females, the unit from the University of Tennessee uh, track and field star athlete Bianca Blair. Um, this was a they kind of did this like the NFL draft where they had the combine where I'm, I'm everyone works out. I'm disappointed uh-huh. with this that they didn't they didn't say what place Tim Tebow came in. You know what? If only because well, what do you mean if only he was there? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And then now all of a sudden he went with the signed with the minor leagues with the Mets. I know Tim Tebow Sports was there trying to trying to cut his cut his what's the the saying there? Cut his glass, cut his stone. I don't uh, think yeah, so. We could go, we could go with <laughs> cut his glass. He was trying to cut his stone with wrestling and. Uh, I guess it didn't yeah. pan out. Carve his stone? Carve his... Niche? Yeah, cut his stone. Cut, cut his stone. He was trying to cut his stone. No, carve carve his niche? Carve your niche? Yeah. Which you should go listen to, carve your niche. Um, ESPN radio host that we will not say, he apologized to Kevin Owens for his, um, uh, his really low-class statements in regards to Kevin Owens' son and pro wrestling. So, I mean... I don't care anymore, but even still, I think that he's still scum. I want it so bad for Owens to like do like an under underhanded shot at him on Raw. I was surprised that he didn't say anything because I feel like he could have. Kevin Owens could have used this to get more, gain more popularity. But on the other hand, it would be considered cheap. But he is a heel, so I mean. I mean, he's a tweener, but he did, he hasn't even acknowledged it, I don't think. Yeah. Um, well, like, what is a tweener? Like, I want to wear lipstick today, Mom! Mm-hmm. <laughs> no? Was it Pretty t- much. Was it an impression of a tween? Yeah, yeah, no, I got it. I got it. <laughs> you want to take the next one? You could. All right, well, Luke Harper... Apparently, he's going to be returning in uh, mid-September, so coming up soon. Which, uh, yeah, I was going to say, WWE.com released a video of like top five uh, free agents. Mm-hmm. Finally, they included him on the list. You know, I mean, long time coming, and we've made mention about him in the past. Uh, he's, I, I put him up there with Cesaro. He's one of those talents that they could pull the trigger at any time, and they have a superstar. Like, they have a, a main event there. Uh, I mean, lo- look at his matches with Cena, Cesaro, everything in the past. He's just been – he was on a tear. They dropped the ball so big when they had him pair up in that Survivor Series team. And then they just dropped him when he was like – he was on Team Triple H or whatever. Yeah. And they dropped – and they just – they dropped him so much with that. Did and you – did you say he was on a tear on purpose or – Oh, good catch. No, I did not, but I could have, but I didn't. Yeah. But then I put it out. 
Um, John Cena, he uh, posted on Instagram one of Kevin Owens' old T-shirts, the Panda Bear Kevin Cena Enthusiast shirt, which is kind of funny that he made reference to Kevin Steen. He, he's been posting a lot of weird stuff on Instagram, though. Yeah. So. I mean, I, that's why I like John Cena, though, you know? He still, he likes to play with the audience. I mean, look, he posted that picture of AJ Styles, I believe, before Royal Rumble to, like, play with the fans a bit. I don't remember so, that. Yeah. I was in the middle of the ocean. Oh, yeah? Struggling yeah. to get home due to a, uh, a, a blizzard. Yeah. So, but uh, for the first time ever, WWE NXT will be making its debut in Osaka, Japan on December the 3rd. I believe that's the first time in two years that WWE has actually been there. But this will be the mm -hmm. first for NXT. Which I want this so bad to be on the network. But it's definitely... I hope it is. It, it clearly won't be. It, I know. I mean, most likely they will post the... Uh... A few clips on YouTube, though, you know? Yeah. Most likely. It's like, it's like that's, like, something so special that I would get up at, like, whatever time it would be on mm -hmm. just to watch it. Because I liked when we did that for, well, when I did that for Beast in the East. Mm -hmm. And because it's, it's on December 3rd, I think it would be Friday night mm -hmm. or Friday morning. I don't know how that works. I don't know how I'm, far in advance Japan is from here. Yeah, I'm not too certain. But I would get up and wa watch that because it was fun mm -hmm. to do it. And NXT, the champions Nakamura. You think the crowd's not going to go crazy for him there? Uh, the crowd's going to go insane. That's like I, I mean, like that's what like I always hope like at Takeover when like Nakamura won, or even when Jushin Liger had his entrance the year before. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, I wish they had streamers. Like, why? Like, come on. Why can't yeah. they do the streamers? Mm -hmm. But they they don't, so. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, rumor has it that Cody Rhodes, or Cody R, is going to be signing, well, not signing, going to TNA and Ring of Honor soon without signing a contract. Uh, so this way he still has the ability to roam freely. Uh, he's supposed to have a feud with Mike Bennett in TNA. And then there's uh, that entire issue with his name. Apparently, WWE is holding, uh, withholding his ability to use the Rhodes, the family name. Uh, kind of messed up. Kind it's, of understandable. It's weird. it's weird, though. It's like it's like as if some, like Charlotte, if she leaves WWE, she couldn't use Flair. Yeah, exactly. How, how is that like, I mean, her last name is Flair, though. Yeah, but I mean different spelling. You yeah. can't use that spelling. I mean, but then I feel like if you let Cody Rhodes do it, it's just you're yeah, opening like, up a can of like, worms. I mean, I feel like with the CM Punk stuff, you're just opening up a can of worms. I think a name like CM Punk is a lot different than than Cody Rhodes, though. Like your dad is Dusty Rhodes. Yes, but even but I mean, in regards to letting a wrestler keep maintain their name, I think that in as. Um, as res uh, for respect towards Dusty Rhodes, I feel like they really should allow it. I mean, I understand that you don't want him to profit off the Rhodes name because you have the Rhodes name and stuff. But even still, Dusty is a legend. And for what he's done for your company, I feel like you should give a little bit of leeway to Cody. Yeah. 
I think that would only be respectful. Even if Cody, if there's no intention to bring Cody back to your company or anything like that, be a little bit cordial. Um, and also, what, what would the difference be if you used Runnels, though? I mean, it wouldn't be that much of a difference because everyone does know Cody Runnels and stuff like that. Especially that was their w, what they were going under in WCW. So I don't think it would be that much of an issue. What? So you also told me that you were you thought it was stupid, correct or no? What? Like the TNA Ring of Honor. You thought that it was going to be I bad don't think for him. It's, I don't. In some, I mean, T, like let's face it, TNA is not what it could have been. No, not at all. But it's also uh, so it's not it's not stupid. Exposure. It's not stupid in the sense like oh, like he's stupid for signing with them or whatever. But mm-hmm. like because it's money, money is money. Yeah. But in the same sense, it's like you're like there are people in TNA that complain about not getting signed still. Whether or not that's true, I don't know because yeah. I'm not in the company. I'm not on the payroll and whatnot. But in the sense, it's like I don't know. I really don't know how to describe it. I, I, I mean, don't know. he could he could also be doing it just to get some names off his bucket list or to get just to, for the sake of wrestling. I mean, he may just be doing it just for wrestling because he wants to wrestle some of the wrestlers that they have on the roster. Maybe he just wants to have a match with EC3. He just Maybe wants he, to. He just wants to face Bobby Lashley. You know what? You never know. See, I'd be disappointed if he goes to TNA and he only feuds with Mike Bennett because then we, or unless we could see like some sort of tease with him and Aaron Rex. Well, they they already started teasing that. So, with teaming them up together. But apparently Cody says that he has no intention of teaming with him. He wants to really go a singles route right now. Right, which I don't blame him for that at all. So I mean, I, I don't blame him for any for going to TNA or Ring of Honor at all. It is a great, especially if he's able to still maintain his independent uh, bookings himself. Because that's one of the issues with EC3 right now. Is EC3, I guess, uh, TNA is now in control of EC3's independent bookings he just signed a new contract and yeah which allegedly in, this, it's, in this case where it's like tna would be just bringing him in on a per basis yeah a per appearance basis so that that in, in that sense it's like oh you're working the system basically like that's like that's a thumbs up for you i mean however I mean, unfortunately like, if you have I would, to I would sign that he wouldn't, i would assume that he wouldn't be given any title runs if he's working this basis though I wouldn't. I don't know because when they did that stuff with uh, Global Force, I don't know. They didn't they definitely didn't sign contracts, and those That's guys true, those guys held uh, titles. Yeah. Kurt Hawkins uh, is coming back to WWE, a former TNA Tag Team Champion or a former Global Force Champion. Mm-hmm. Defended on TNA, right? He was champion yeah. there, right? Yep, yep. What did he do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, talking about signing. Uh, new contracts, developmental deals were given out by the WWE this past week. Alvin Abitz, uh, six foot seven, two hundred and ninety pounder. Uh, Max Wessel, NCAA Lehigh wrestling uh, all American. Victoria Gonzalez, six one, tough enough, hopeful. And then a few uh, of the uh, Chinese athlete uh, wrestlers that went to the tryouts in China. Which I guess uh, that's where John Cena's been. In Shanghai, oh, really? I think he's been in Shanghai with that. But like, he just wrestled on. He wrestled a dark match on SmackDown too. Interesting. Which that I mean, like that, I his give, schedule, to, dude. His schedule is so dude, intense and crazy. I give so much credit to John Cena for his, the amount that he travels and stuff. Look at uh, Chris Jericho actually just tweeted out his schedule. 
didn't um, see it. He tweeted out a picture of himself at an airport saying that he – and then he listed all of his – like his next week. The guy, it's unbelievable. Have you seen it or no? no I just said I didn't see it. Oh, I didn't Yeah, it's insane. It's like he had – like he posted like he's doing this to this to this with three layovers. Then he's doing this to this. Then he's doing this to Japan. Then this place to this place. And it's just – it's insane with these schedules because and I then mean, even, at some point he has to – he mentioned with that wrestling schedule and that um, the flights and everything, he still has to find time to record two podcasts and he still has to find time to uh, write down new, new lyrics and stuff for uh, Fozzie. Yeah. So it's, it's just like insane. Even with uh, WWE, they're overseas right now in, uh, in London. Mm-hmm. And they fly back to the States for, for Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, I was surprised to see the WWE I was, was over in London. I was so I disappointed. No- when, they, when they announced on Raw that Cesaro and Sheamus were going to be having their match at a house show in London, I was like, no, that sucks. That means that Monday Night Raw is going to be pre-taped and it's going to be live, quote-unquote, from England. Yeah. So I went and looked it up. I was like, what? They're coming back to the States so so fast after that. For Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, so I was pleased with that. But it's just like that that schedule is so grueling. It, it's it's I, insane. I could never. I give them so much so much credit for what they do. I could never do it, nor would I ever want to do it, you know? It's it's just insane. Here, um I just pulled it up. So Chris Jargo, he put on Instagram, Alright, here's this week's journey. Tampa to Detroit to Kansas City, to London, to Hong Kong, to uh, Manila, to Shanghai, to Baltimore, to Tampa. Four countries and three continents in nine days. Plus, I've got a fourth book to finish, song lyrics to write, and at least four podcasts to record. I'll probably get some sleep next Wednesday or maybe Thursday. And then you have a few hashtags, but that's insane. <laughs> None of you hashtags. Four countries, three continents, in nine days, yeah, and then crazy. with the four, including four podcasts and all of that. And each podcast is about an hour, between an hour and two hours. Like, it's just insane. Yeah, which if you ever recorded a podcast, you know it's definitely not just straight two hours. That, that's the thing too. Yeah, it always goes over because you cut so many times to uh, edit out whatever mistakes, dead air, all of that stuff. And then you can try to keep to a schedule. Like we used to try to keep to um, 50, like an hour show. But then. But now what? We're at three hours. So what? So what? But then we ended up starting like the banter and the actual conversation is fun. Yeah. And then we got 30 minutes of just uh, why Louis C.K. sucks to David. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable. So, all right, so let's get back to actual wrestling. Coming, talk, I guess that was still wrestling. Yeah, coming yeah. to Monday Night Raw, they announced for the Cruiserweight division, Grand Metallic, Akira Tozawa, and Jack Gallagher. But um, I'm very excited. I'm very interested to see what the live Raw crowd reaction so that's, to the Cruiserweights is going to be. That's 10 of them right there. So I'm assuming come September... Uh, hold on, September 19th? 19th. Yeah. I believe they'll probably just do like a 10-man type of battle royal or... I could see maybe a five-on-five five match. Or a five-on-five five is what Just to get everyone before. in the ring. 
And then there's rumors of SmackDown potentially getting their own cruiserweight division. So this way they could split. Uh, they could have a few more cruiserweights involved. Yeah. Uh, fingers crossed for Tony Nese, of course. Yeah. Uh, well deserved. Um, but it's very. I'm very interested. I'm very interested to see if the cruiserweight style, even Jack Gallagher's uh, style of wrestling, and Zack Sabre Jr. I'm curious to see if this style of wrestling will get over with that raw live crowd and the younger audience. And I have a feeling. It's going to hit a home run. I think it's going to really work. I mean, Grand Metallic more so. Oh, yeah. I mean, but then, like, I feel like that style we've seen already with, like, a little bit of Sin Cara and... Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Kalisto. So. But I feel like it's good. I think it's going to really I do... Think, uh, I think of those three, though, that were announced for Raw, I think Tozawa might have the most difficult. I think that because like a, there's it's like a, a mix of like a, I mean yeah Gallagher's completely different also yeah that's yeah he's so technical but he also adds that comedy esque but it's not like full on comedy it is like technical comedy I don't know I don't know but it should be a lot of fun very exciting I just I hope that some of the already main roster wrestlers. Even the heels don't put down the division, you know? Like, I hope that they don't Kevin Nash it. Where they're like, oh, yeah, no, you'd rather watch these cruiserweights that are a, a buck 25 soaking wet, and all they do are flips and jumps and stuff like that, and they're nothing. Well, I damn. hope that they don't have a wrestler do that. Damn it, David, that's how we were getting Survivor Series. Yeah. <laughs> no? So, maybe. That's what they were going to do for Survivor Series? Yeah. That's what they were going to do for Survivor Series. Well, talking about not Survivor Series, Clash of Champions. They announced a few upcoming matches. The, the club will be taking on New Day for the titles. Rollins going to be taking on Owens for the title. And Sasha Banks versus Charlotte for the title. They uh, Mick Foley keeps calling it Clash of the Champions. Hmm. But, like, other people keep calling it Clash of Champions. WWE social media, you may want to correct us on this. Oh, but, yeah, be careful. You don't yeah. want any former uh, social media correspondents. Dude, I tip my hat to you. You won. You schooled him big time. But you did. You schooled him. Good job. Um, yeah, so if you are on the social media team for WWE, A, get us in the position that you were in so this way we can help you out. B, B quit. to the G. Yeah, B to the G. <laughs> Uh, C, if you are, if you have been uh, with the team, uh, well, C don't admit is, it. C is quit. C is quit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, indeed. Just don't admit it because you're, you're okay, so you want like, to Oh, we don't win awards for this, for nothing. It's like. Yeah, you won awards because of your name. Look at who's yeah. tweeting you out. You have Maria Menounos and some celebrities tweeting at you. Okay, that doesn't, that doesn't negate the fact that you have spelling errors. You have. Twitter handle errors. You have picture errors. Let me hype Nakamura. Yeah, let me tweet out a picture of Asuka. You have so many errors, yet... No, go ahead. Your award, your awards are amazing, and you are definitely... Sim it down now. <laughs> hear that? Yeah, it's Ghost Car. <laughs> <laughs> what Ooh, is it? I'm Ghost Car. Ooh, spooky, scary. Which, by the way, did you see that uh, 
and becoming wolves. Did you read that whole uh, theory about Greece? Yeah, but I've heard that theory before. Oh, have you? Yeah. Why you never heard about that? About no, I guess I'm not a Greece enthusiast. Like, yeah, I've heard I've heard that before. Hey, it's a good music uh, musical, good movie. But um, all right, let's continue. I saw that live at my high school when I was a kid. I never saw that live. Well, I, I don't mean, it's, I wouldn't. I, if if somebody said, "Oh, did you see Greece live?" I would say yes, but at high school, it was a, yeah. Like, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see it on Broadway. Like, if somebody says, did you see oh! Little Shop of Horrors? Yeah. I'd be able to say yes. Yeah. What, what did you just freak out over? <laughs> You'll laugh, but, dude, Mark Moan of the Week, spoiler, Moulin Rouge what? is being brought on Broadway. Or it's going to be written into a play. I was legit, so um, I cannot wait for that. That's a good movie, Moulin Rouge. Never saw it. And, really? Yeah. You would actually like it. No, nah, it doesn't interest me. Yeah, you should check it out. Don't rule it out. It's a, it's a, what is it? Uh, it's a it's a love story musical, but it love is love story. It's about a cat house, isn't it? Yes, it's a <laughs> there's a love story built in there at some point, but I I can't wait for that to be uh, put on stage. I will definitely see that regardless. That's one. Yeah, that's one. com slash marking out. If it's on Broadway or off Broadway, I'm getting tickets to see that. Um, yeah, talking about getting tickets to see that. Hairspray is going to be on NBC. Is it? I'm not a fan of that show. I like Hairspray. Hairspray was good. I actually, I only, I think I maybe saw it once and like on like, uh, TV. I think I may have seen a TV. Jerry Stiller's in it. Both of them he's in. Yeah. It does nothing for me. He was, uh, also in, uh, on the in the NBC version, it's I guess it's Hairspray Live like they've been doing, but uh, Ariana Grande is playing the part. Oh, I'm happy you brought her up. Pen. I'm not a fan. Did you see her on Jimmy Fallon? Yeah, what are you... I don't know. It's like she seems so fake and she... I mean, I get it. Like, I know she's a little... Like, you said she seems ratchet? I don't know what ratchet is still. I, I mean, mean... I don't know either, but... Like, I don't know. But I, I, I'm just not a fan. I don't... Like her, I'm not. A, I don't know. Uh, she don't licks know. donuts and puts it back. It's disgusting. But you like her though, right? I mean, I'm, don't I'm get me wrong. Like, she does have a few good songs, but I think she's. Oh. I think she does great vocal impressions. I think she's a great vocalist. And then there's parts where I like see her outside of like, like her and Fallon. I was not a fan of it. I didn't think she was funny. I thought she came off as very fake. Yeah, sometimes she comes off like just very like. Like I don't like I would say ratchet, but I don't I don't know I don't fully know <laughs> what ratchet is. And then we've done this we've actually I think read the term ratchet on the show before. Uh when we were going through Urban Dictionary when like, Sasha Banks started using it. Like she does come off kind of fake sometimes. Like so. totally does. I don't know, maybe it's her immaturity of being so young, but and or being uh unable to uh, negotiate herself in such a, a scene, like being on a, a talk show. Diva? Maybe she's a complete diva. I don't know, but I not I don't know. But I'm not a if, fan. If you lick a donut and put it back without the store trying to see, you might be a diva. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, talking about divas, uh, Del Rio. He is apparently finished with WWE because he is not getting 
what he expected he was going to be getting. Which I and understand I think, that fully. I understand it fully, but did we actually really expect it to happen? Well, why would we expect it? He was the one that was promised uh, it. I mean, he definitely got played. He definitely got played. I mean, once he came back with that crazy angle with uh, Zeb Coulter, we were like, yeah, well, oh, I mean, he came back to such a huge ovation, and then they put him with Zeb Coulter and made him a heel. We were like, wait, what are you doing? He's over with the crowd. Why is he not face? The crowd love is eating it up. Why are you t making him insult the crowd right now? Didn't make any sense. And then he lost his Minitron, and it was just a gold yellow Minitron that was still yeah. to this day the same exact thing, which I'm sure it'll make its way into 2K17. I mean, and then on the same uh, same account, Paige, apparently she hired a lawyer to assist in her in getting out of her WWE contract. There's rumors to going around today that she quit WWE. I haven't seen anything official about that, so I'm not going to say that it's official. Um, good or bad? I mean, what do you, let's go with Del Rio. Good or bad that he's done? He's just one of those guys that, like, literally, it doesn't. He doesn't need it. So, I mean, I honestly, I I don't care less. I, I could care less. You, I don't think. Had, you yeah, could, I couldn't you, care less. You're right. I don't think that he's as good as people make him out to be. I understand. I disagree. He's I disagree with that. But I think that he's just as talented as uh, the, some of these wrestlers that we see on PWG, some of these wrestlers that we see in Ring of Honor. I just I, think it's, he is I, just, just good. He's not I better. just think it's like the old school mentality. Like, I mean, Because he, of his name? Because I mean, of his, his family? His family, yeah. It's like a big part of that. It's like... So be, because of his family name, he deserves automatically... No, I'm not saying that he deserves it. I'm not saying he deserves anything, but I think he worked his way... To, to get there. And so have a ton of these other wrestlers that have wrestled in gymnasiums that have worked their way up to I the mean, top. Del Rio did the same thing. Just in Johnny Mexico. Gargano. I mean, there's these but wrestlers yeah, that are... I don't understand how you can put Gargano on the same level as Del Rio. I, I don't think thing. Del Rio is that special. I don't think Del Rio is that special. I think he has an ego... An inflated ego. I think that he has a, uh, unrealistic expectations that he expects the world to be given to him because of his family and because he's not being given that expectation, that world. No, I think it's I because like he is being let down. It, he's been given it everywhere he's gone. So it's not like it's not his expectations should be lower. He's been to not including Lucha Underground because everyone is. He's. I mean. The only other place that he's been is Mexico. He's not been to Japan. I mean, he hasn't really carved his name anywhere else. He, but, he would only get over in Japan, not because of his family, but because of his WWE background. But he did go to Japan. Okay, yeah, but then he also was a scrub. He was doing an MMA gimmick. I mean, he wasn't that special. I don't. I he guess he got knocked out by Krokop when he did do MMA. I mean, me, I that, guess it's just the it, whole. It's the whole. What? I mean, no. I was saying, given anybody back then would get knocked out by Krokop with one of his kicks. I mean, his kicks are nasty. But uh, I used to be a big supporter of him. But I am starting to get the vibe that 
he has such an inflated ego. Now, what would would this be? Would this would this have been different if he was an Olympic medalist? No, I'm sorry. I In your mind, that, do you know he was a, a very skilled amateur professional, uh, an amateur wrestler, or no? You have no clue of that. I had no clue. But even still, he has an inflated uh, thought process. He's a Rudo. What do you mean by that? That's a villain in Lucha oh. Libre. He's a villain of life, if you want to call it Adam. If you want to call it that, the guy just doesn't seem good. Look at all of the the conflicts that he's been doing. I mean, heck, look at what everything with Paige that uh, apparent that is rumored to be associated with Del Rio. I mean, WWE tried to break them up, tried to tell Paige that if she doesn't break up with Del Rio, they will fire her. Hashtag hearsay. I mean, what's that? I said hashtag hearsay. Yeah, I mean, allegedly, you know, whatever. But even still, I don't think that he's really... I, 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 don't, I don't respect him. I mean, I respect him for what he did in, in uh, pro wrestling, but I don't respect him. I don't feel like I would respect him as a person because of how arrogant he actually does seem. But who knows? Well, that's Dave. So if, if I ever meet you, Del Rio, and you're listening to this, don't don't be mad at me. Please record a bumper. He almost <laughs> did that one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is, can't be that big of a, an ego person. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that we have it, but it almost happened. Mm. But uh, what else? Stephanie McMahon's book that was set to come out, I believe, next month is uh, it was been delayed to 2017, unlike 2020, which the sites reported. Mm-hmm. She said she has she realized she had way more stories to write and just couldn't finish it in time. Yeah, so I mean, she's a busy woman, so I would. Understand. People like uh, freaked out over like I have to wait to twenty twenty to hear these stories. It's like, bro, relax. I'm down there. And it's not even twenty twenty now. Because due yeah. to false reporting. Yeah. Bam roasted. Yeah. Uh Xavier Woods, he did a little interview and apparently he revealed Trent, Trent Peretta, he did the uh motion capture uh for his entrance in two K seventeen. So that's pretty funny. He said in the interview that, I guess, Trent, he had no idea, and Trent texted him apologizing. And he was just like, what are you sorry for? And he, then he goes on to say, I tried to, I watched your videos so many times, and I just, I couldn't do your entrance at all. So. That's what that, I, I don't understand. Like, why don't then, they just then, get I, that? I, I, I know. And then Woods, I guess, watched the entrance, and he was just like, yep, that's Trent. Like they, um, like they have either. Like they, they leaked footage of AJ Styles' entrance, and it's like I'm not like I'm not disappointed with it, but um, like why can't you guys just get like they had Balor come in and like do his entrance after whatever? I mean, given but we were just talking about Chris Jericho with his schedule. All these wrestlers have the same schedule. Hello, for the you, most part, you fly to them. You go to the events. That's how, they, you know that's how they scan them for the video games and figures. They go to them. Okay, so I think that that's what should be done. I think they should be flying to the events to get these motion caps. I don't, it, yeah, so I don't know. Um, talking about flying to events, something we didn't fly to this week, 
Um, in London, they no. had the no. match number four. No, we're going to speak about that later. Why would you even bring that up? Because it's in the script. Yeah, but we didn't, we didn't speak about three. What's three? Their third match. Oh, yeah, we didn't reach that part of the show yet. But a uh, part of the show we did reach is Scotty Duhati. He was hired as a full-time coach for the Performance Center. Good job, Scotty. Yeah. That's like, I want, like, who's, I guess he's taking over for Pierce, maybe? I'm not too sure. Well, then they say that Adam Pierce was coming up to the main roster as a road agent now? That's what they say. That's what people say. Her and Del Rey? That's what people say. Yeah, so, should be interesting. Yeah. But uh, what else do we have? ESPN dropped Josh Matthews' one-hour sports show. Which only just debuted in July. Which I didn't even know it existed, nor do I no. know why he would have a show. Nor would I care anyway. What, what Josh Matthews is awful like, on commentary. A, what sports did he talk about? B, did they do this despite Taz? Maybe. Or to, like, to be like, oh, Taz is so successful at it, maybe we can get Josh Matthews. Yeah, no, Josh Matthews is awful. He's Him and Pope are awful on commentary on TNA. I would rather watch TNA on mute. It is disgusting how bad it is. The Pope is just overly awful, and Josh Matthews it makes Moro just sound amazing. It is – I don't get it. Why are they we're paired together and why are they on commentary? It. No. What? I said we're going to pop and lock it. It's awful. It is that, stupid. That was my impression of Moro, by the way. It is stupid. Do you agree? Have you listened to their commentary? Yeah, I've listened to the commentary. It's not it. I could see why people complain. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Completely. Which I, I didn't I didn't have a problem with Josh Matthews in WWE, but like now it's just like him as like the main guy running the show and everything. I just it's not. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it right here. You can put it's on the record. Jot down the time. I would rather listen to Matt Stryker do commentary than Josh Matthews and the Pope. See, I like Matt Stryker on commentary. I sure, sure he nope. makes me feel like I'm wrong every single time he opens his mouth. But I mean, he does that in person too. But <laughs> well, Bam roasted, you are wrong. So screw you. That's not. He's not wrong to do it. Well, talking about not being wrong, Eva Marie. She is going to be training at the Performance Center this coming week and uh, gearing up to return. Yeah, her and uh, Maurice and Miz and her husband were just on vacation together in their yeah. private islands of the Bahamas, I believe. I can't wait for her to come back at all. So, all right. Yeah. Eva Marie, welcome back. Please hurry. Nine days. Nine, I ten days. I don't know if it's nine days. I don't know how many days. I think. Eh, nine to 11 days. Yeah. It's soon. Yeah. So, all right. Let's talk about some indie results that took place. Uh, PWG Battle of Los Angeles 2016 took place this past week. Some matches to uh, make mention of. The Tag Team Championship was on the line as the Young Bucks defended in successfully against Phoenix and uh, Pentagon Jr. I really like how Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. were matching. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. That was cool. Uh, we had the for the semifinals of Bola, Trevor Lee defeated Mandrews. Uh, Will Ospreay picked up the victory against Ricochet, and Marty Skrull defeated Mark Haskins. Yeah, and then uh, 
In the finals, Marty Skrull defeated Pentagon Jr. Oh, well, no. He did defeat uh, Mark Haskins in the finals, but he also defeated Willow Spree because it was a triple threat elimination. Willow Spree was the first one eliminated, which ended up with Marty and Mark Haskins. Um, some of the people that he did have to defeat, Pentagon Jr. and Co uh, on night one, and then Cody Rhodes on night three. So congratulations to Marty Skrull on becoming the BOLA champion. So he is the winner of that tournament. Yeah, also taking place that weekend was Chikara, King of Trios. Uh, the King of Trios semifinals saw the Team Sendai Girls defeat Warriors 3, as well as Team JWP defeat Hallow Wicked, Jigsaw, and Icarus. Yeah, and then in the finals, it saw Team Sendai Girls, uh, which was Satomura, um, Satomura Chisako, and Miyagi, uh, Miyagi uh, picked up the victory over Team JWP, which is Nakamori, Katsu, and Bolchoi. So, good stuff over there. Yeah. In uh, the Rey de Voladores final, uh, Aerostar picked up the victory against Tony Nice. Uh, Tony Nice was replacing Frightmare. Yeah. And then also, just a note, Xbox and Billy Gunn teamed up, made a surprise uh, appearance, teaming up in the little gauntlet match that they had. Matt Chikar, King of that, that, person, awesome. that person that they were facing, did, did they not look like they were like a masked X-Pac? Maybe. Were they know. supposed to be? I, I didn't get it. I, didn't, I don't mm. know who they faced, but they were literally wearing the same trunks that X-Pac would have worn. The same tights know. and stuff. Maybe. But uh, some upcoming independent wrestling events we got taking place on the 16th of September. House of Hardcore 17 in St. James, New York. We're going to be seeing El Torito versus Hornswoggle, or Torito versus Swoggle. On the ben Ortiz and the Now teaming up to take on Team Tremendous and then a mystery tag team partner. So I guess Team Tremendous is a thing still. Yeah. Um, what else do we have? Uh, Brian Myers will be taking on Pat Buck. Yeah, Aaron Rex will be taking on Matt Hardy. Ricochet will be taking on Tony Nese. And Rhino will be taking on Tommy Dreamer. See, stuff like that is surprising that, like, that, like, Rhino's right now in the, he, like, that could potentially be tag team champion Rhino versus Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, that's true. Which is, that's so weird. Mm -hmm. But uh, some other people scheduled to appear. You got TJ Marconi, Sammy Callahan, uh, Terry Funk, Bull James, so many more. Yeah. Check it out. Hassahardcore.net. Uh, not .com. Yeah. Um, on the same date, NYWC Tell I Collapse in Deer Park, New York. You're going to be seeing the NYWC champion Stockade defend against Randy Summers in a last man standing match. The Starlet champion Devil Doll will be taking on Sammy Pickles. Um, yeah. At, at uh, Hotter, and Hell, Hotter Than Hell, Devil Doll defeated Deanna Perrazzo to become, become the NYWC star. Starlet champion. Yeah. Uh, Jay Red and Gangsta and Training are going to be teaming up to take on Alvin Alvarez and Ultimo Maya. Joe Gacy will be taking on Mouse. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, JT Kaysen will be teaming up with Jesse Vane and the Benson Bros to take on King Mega, Apollyon, and Boo and Bam Sullivan. Um, you also have Aiden Bob taking on Angelo Andrews. Yeah. Uh, taking place 9-17 as well. 
not as well. Is, is that yeah, as well. Oh uh, yeah, the other one was on nine seventeen. Not I guess the what date was the other one? Sixteenth. Yeah, the sixteenth. All right, so yeah, NYWC is on the seventeenth. On the seventeenth, House of Hardcore eighteen in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, at the twenty three hundred arena. I think you're going to be seeing Matt Hardy with Senor Benjamin take on Tommy Dreamer with Senor Funkster. Yeah, you're also going to be seeing Ricochet take on Sammy Callahan. Yeah, Caliban, right? Mm-hmm. Chris Hero <laughs> will be taking on Tony Nice. And then um, Brian Myers in his final Ring of uh, Ring of Honor. House of Hardcore appearance is going to be in action. Yes. Uh, and so much more. Alex Reynolds, Swaggle, Team Tremendous. Go check them out. Yeah. What else do we got? 9-18, September the 18th, MYWC Matter of Pride in Deer Park, New York, at the MYWC Sportatorium. It's a special LGBT event. You're going to be seeing Rick Cataldo take on Bull James. Deanna Perrazzo taking on Sammy Pickles. Uh, Sonny Kiss will be taking on Jam- Jamie Senegal. Eddie McQueen taking on Steve Sterling. And uh, so many more people will be there. Randy Summers, Alicia, Aubrey St. James. Check it out. MYWCWrestling.com. Yeah, and um, uh, do you want to mention, mention UFC? UFC? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> UFC 203 is going to be taking place on... <laughs> okay, relax. <laughs> going to be... <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> Can't, man. Um, okay, relax with that. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> taking place on 203. Um, some of the matches that are ta- fights that are taking place, you're already favorite. They're matches, don't they're, they're, they're also matches. Yeah, um, but the big one, besides the main event, the one that we care about, the welterweight match, CM Punk making his debut, taking on Mickey Gall. That yeah. is pretty fun to watch just for the experience of seeing CM Punk in the octagon. In in the uh, well, you could have already seen CM Punk in the octagon. If you uh, bought the the news the newest game, yes, that is I, true. I didn't. He's a character. Also, you could have seen him in a form of an octagon if you watched his documentary on Fox Sports One, or, which wrapped up. Or you could see him in the form of an octagon if you decided to draw him as an octagon. I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say if you watch him wrestle in a strip club. Why would I say that? <laughs> And how is that an octagon? <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know where you were going with that. Because you know, that's like immediately where I thought you were going with Oh, okay. He, didn't he wrestle in a strip club? Yes, he did. Yeah, against so, Homicide. Like it's such uh, like an out of obscure no, thing. No, okay, okay. Uh, who are you picking? I can't pick. I don't know Mickey Gall. I don't know CM Punk. I, I mean, the guy is zero. I, the only broke. reason why I know Mickey Gall is from watching the, well, it's from hearing his name and then watching the, the CM Punk doc. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. A lot of people are hating on CM Punk for being on the main card, uh, considering that he's never fought in the octagon before this and is, that he's really all, right now, yeah, but doesn't CM Mickey, all hype. Doesn't Mickey Gall only have one fight in the UFC? Uh, I think two fights. Two fights? But even oh, still, I mean, the same thing, but the only reason that Mickey Gall is up there is because of CM Punk. 
Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, so he plays undercard before that. And CM Punk is going to be. So. Yeah, that's the thing. Be but, but like, if you scroll back a few years, Brock Lesnar was never in, and he shot to the main event right away, didn't he? Yeah. I don't uh-huh. recall him there ever being like debate. Like, no, oh, do we put him on the undercard? No, hell no. Yeah. It's Brock Lesnar. It's a name. Yeah, but CM he also Punk was a huge but name. His first, but his first fight was against a known fighter. Right. That's also. I mean, his first few fights, he fought like Randy Couture, Frank Mir, uh, Boris Griffin. I think Forrest Griffin, um, but it's not seem like I mean it's not. Well, I guess it's different. Same. It's different in the sense that Brock Lesnar is a beast. Yeah, like he is. but also he's he was facing legit contenders. Making Gall is really not the same status. He was he was fighting future Hall of Famers, yeah. and current current Hall of Famer in Couture. Um, so I I. I for all the hate that I had for CM Punk with the way that he went about the business, I actually want to – I really want to see him win. I really hope he wins as well. I want to see him win. I will be wearing my CM Punk t-shirt mark. to uh, to watch it. Total. I am a mark. Now, I don't so, know. Maybe I should go do that too. Dude, I am <laughs> going just – I don't – just to even watch it, I'm wearing my CM Punk shirt. I don't care if it's at a bar or whatever. I'm not, I, I'm not positive if I'm – I'm not positive if I'm going to be – that sounds weird when I say positive and if – yeah, I'm not sure if I'll be going to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch it, but uh, I my friend did say he's interested in going, which shocked yeah. me. Embrace the mark in you. Wear your CM Punk shirt to it. Yeah, perhaps. I have two CM Punk shirts. Which one should I wear? I have the yellow one that everyone hated, and then I have the, the breast cancer one. Uh, maybe the breast cancer one. Yeah. So um, if I drop wings on it, it'll just be a little darker. Yeah, right. Uh, delete or decay that video with uh, the well-hyped video, including Matt Hardy, Rebby Sky, Jeff Hardy, all of them. The decay uh, got released on TNA Impact the other night on Pop Network. Um, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I liked it. Was it. Like twenty twenty-five minute video in total. I liked it, and I wish it was longer. And I wish I didn't have to sit through. Uh, well, I didn't sit through most of it. I, I fast forward a bunch of TNA. I mm. wish I didn't have to do that. I wish it was just given to me in one shot. Well, I, when, I found one clip that put it all together. I, uh, it's it like 25 minutes. Was it from TNA or no? Uh, no. Yeah, so. not, TNA hasn't put it out yet, which I think is kind of stupid. Um, but I thought that it was really funny. Well done. I, I love the, okay. when, when Matt was like, these are my spot monkeys. Yeah. Do you think it's better than the first? No. Agreed. The I first, no, well, I, it, it's just like a continuation, though. It's not like terrible. It, but it wasn't I, I bad. Think the first one was better than this one. I popped. Uh, I, I did mark for for uh, Joseph Park coming Joseph out of the water. Park. Yeah. I, or was I it water for? even? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same lake that Willow popped out of. Yeah, I popped for that, and I also popped when uh, when Rosemary spit the green mist into Matt's face, and he sucked <laughs> it all into his mouth. Yeah, like, and that's fantastic camera work, man. Yeah, I popped for that. Uh, it was just—it was fun to watch. It was a lot of fun. It was entertaining. But now and that, that leaves me. But now I don't understand. Is—is—is is, is Jeff Hardy and Senor Benjamin are they dead? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't. I think Jeff Hardy, Senor Benjamin, is with them. Jeff Hardy, I think, is just unconscious. Maybe. I but I don't know. But yeah, other things that took place on Impact: the King of the Mountain Championship is finally retired. Thank that should goodness. have never been a thing. That should have uh, never have been. Finally retired. It, it uh, was a. It was what? It was a 
what was, what was it originally even? The King of the Mountain Championship. Yeah, but it, it was, wasn't a title. King, it was Yeah, it was the King of the Mountain for the with the match. Yeah, it was just a title. It wasn't like a championship. No, it was stupid. Right? They didn't give you an actual a belt. I think uh, no, it was just a t- like it was just a match, just right. a gimmick match. Exactly. And they threw the title involved. Uh, and then they they introduced the Impact Grand Championship, which is kind of like a Ultimate Fighter Championship, where the rules are three by three minute rounds, uh, ten point system, three judges. Judging is going to be based on physicality, aggressiveness, and the control of the entire of the action. You could what they really should have had was a judge basing it on boringness. Yeah, you have. Well, you could win at any time. If no winner during those three rounds, it goes to a judge's decision. Just really, I get, I get. Okay, it's innovative to. It's not. UFC this is brawl this, for all, but it's bro. It this is, is brawl for all. And then Billy Corgan with the press conference. All Billy Corgan is Dana White. Yeah, I mean, it's just stupid. It. I don't. I. That's not. I don't. That was a bad turn. Yeah. Right? Then something like that. I'm like, is Cody Rhodes coming to TNA to compete in something like that? Oh, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess that's that's what we'll speak about right now. We'll be uh, right back here on Marking Out. This is Kevin Steen, Steen, Steen. And you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 292. Some pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We're going to kick this half off with some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. They were first up uh, backstage with Mick Foley questioning Stephanie McMahon whether or not she knew about Triple H from last week with Kevin Owens. And she swore up and down, all around, no. Had no idea Triple H acted on his own. Yeah, and he he finally, he believed her. And uh, I I liked this promo. It, like, incorporated the history between the two of them. I I agree. I think that it would be really a nice swerve to everything if Stephanie McMahon actually did not have any idea and caused a little – like I would like to see a little bit of tension between Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. And then Hunter's like, I'm pregnant. So they they get married again and – Yeah, we know what happened last time. (laughs) So Um, next up, you ended up having the in-ring segment. Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Kevin Owens had his celebration. Kevin Owens celebration. Uh, Stephanie McMahon, Mick Foley, and Kevin (laughs) Owens. uh, Kevin Owens. Did I say Steen? I think you said, like, Stanphony. Stanthony? (laughs) Something Uh, like that. The Kevin Owens uh, victory celebration with pyro and balloons and everything. And Kevin Owens said that this was all that he wanted. He couldn't ask for anything more until Seth Rollins came on out. Well, first, it, first of all, Kevin Owens like was getting heavily cheered by the crowd. Oh, and yeah. Quickly turned on them, being calling them idiots and saying like, "Oh, you took my moment away from me last week. You're trying to do it tonight." But it's not. It doesn't work. Sorry, Kevin. I mean, no, uh, it works when they do it. People were booing him. Yeah, but still, it's it's not going to work. I don't think that you could really make Kevin Owens that much of a heel. I think you can make him maybe a little bit hated, but I think it's going to be take a lot more than that. People just like his ruthless aggression and stuff. Yeah. So. But Rollins did come out. He yelled at Stephanie McMahon, um, and Mick Foley came to her aid. He was like, no, I do believe her. I do yeah. believe that she did not know about it. 
And then and Kevin Owens took uh, took offense to him coming on out, interrupting everything. And then Seth, o- uh, Seth Owens, Seth Rollins attacked him. And, and then one thing led to another where Seth McMahon ended up suspending Seth Rollins. But Mick Foley interrupted that and said that that is not how we deal with business on Monday Night Raw. There's no suspension given out. There's only rematches. Stating that there's going to be a rematch between Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens if, and only if, what was that if? If if he wins. Yeah, that one. Right? If Is that not it? Right? I don't know if, what you're saying. Right? Wasn't there a stipulation? will get the rematch if... If he won a match. No, that's the other match. That's later on in the night. Was it? Yeah, that's you're thinking of Roman Reigns. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but I like the the line that Seth Rollins used, saying, "Well, if you're gonna have Kevin Owens be the face of the the new era, then I'm gonna be the face that that breaks it down or completely turns it to rubble or whatever." Mm-hmm. That wasn't the line exactly, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we should watch these promos a little bit more in detail at times. I mean, but... I I watched it. That's I when mean... Chris Jericho ran out. Maybe that was it. Rollins had to defeat Y2J in order to be have the rematch. Was that the stipulation? No, I, think I don't so. think so. I think so. Was it rematch given right off the bat? No, Foley was like, "You'll get your rematch at Clash of Champions against Kevin Owens," and then Kevin Owens complained backstage to Mick Foley, and Mick Foley's like, "You know what? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you're in a match against Sami Zayn," and then Jericho walked in out of nowhere and yelled at, and which I popped for because Kevin Owens broke character right there quickly. Yeah, he like laughed a little bit. It is awesome that they're still keeping Y2J and Kevin Owens together. Yeah, and he, now Jericho yelled at Foley, and then Foley's like, you know what? You get a match against Seth Rollins. Yeah. So, Do you think that it is possible that Y2J is going to make his way into the championship scene using I'm Kevin sure Owens? sure hope not. Really? Yeah, I hope so. I'm, I'm, I'm always a fan no, of Y2J. No, I'm good. I'm a fan of Y2J. But next up, you ended up having Charlotte and Dana Brooke backstage. Uh, Charlotte slapping Dana, being like, I'm not your friend. And Dana like, I'm sorry to hear that. That's after. And it was unfortunate. Wasn't that afterwards? No, before. That happened before. I'm pretty sure that was after. No, in in the little clips that I watched, it was before. That Dana slapped Charlotte? I mean, that Charlotte slapped Charlotte Dana? Charlotte slapped Dana, yeah. That was after. Then it went into Bailey versus, uh, Bailey picking up the victory over Charlotte. I'm pretty sure it was Bailey taking on Charlotte, and then Dana was taking notes the whole match. Yeah, no matter which way you look at it, a slapping did take place yeah. on Monday Night Raw. I think, didn't she slap Dana because Dana, no, I don't know. Because she also knocked Dana during the match. Yeah, I think it was before. But, regardless, that is to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mark and I'll go buy the regardless t-shirt. Bailey picked up the victory over Charlotte. Uh, Bailey, what, that drop kick. I don't know if she tweaked her knee or what, if that was like supposed to be there. I think that she did not tweak her knee and that she just didn't glide. 
I don't know. For, I mean, uh, that's also like I think could she be. just got. I think just her bum. I think she just got stuck on the uh, on the actual ring. I don't think she glid. Glid. I don't think she glided. Glid. Glid. <laughs> so not glid. Glided. Yeah. I don't think she glided. Yeah. I don't think she glided on the mat too well, and she kind of got stuck in it. It looked a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but awkward. then why would they work the knee the whole match? Well, because Charlotte started working on that left leg. I mean, she started going to town on it. Why not stick to it? And then going to town. Yeah, she's focusing on that. Every For the entire second half of the match, she focused on that left leg, which I loved. I loved the fact, because I was paying attention to that, making sure that they didn't switch to the right leg, because sometimes uh, that does happen. We've seen that happen. And they stuck to that one leg, and it was good. Uh, but the match ended up with Bailey hitting a belly, a Bailey to belly suplex, following uh, Charlotte hitting Dana. Which I thought so, that looked stupid. That, I didn't like that. I thought that was I, I was fine with that. I thought that looked better than the previous ones. Well, I think well I mean, timing wise, it was fine. No, to me it wasn't because Bailey like kicks her out and like Charlotte like shoves herself forward to to get to there. I'm fine with Which that. Which I guess I, it's better. It's an improvement from the last time. It well, is what, I don't know what do you mean the last time in this match even though she was she was going for headbutts or whatever it was punches that Bailey was on the top rope for yeah those weren't really. there were punches or whatever and then no, Charlotte, I mean, was, Charlotte sold something last... that Charlotte uh-huh. sold a move that didn't happen yeah but well so did Scott Steiner and Christian I mean no, it happens Scott Steiner and Christian Christian okay but it happens it happens it's pro wrestling um. But even still, it was better than the last time where Charlotte slapped or whatever Dana Brooke slapped Charlotte. That interaction on the outside. So it is. A, I thought of that it was fine. I was fine with that interaction. The only thing that stood up was the Bailey getting stuck, and that was it. Bo Dallas was up next, uh, picking up a victory over Kyle Roberts. Very interesting. Following the news about Bo Dallas uh, allegedly. Yeah. Being arrested. I was very confused by this, though. He cut, like, a Bray Wyatt promo. And, I don't know. It just... I don't know. He's still wearing wearing social outcast gear. Yeah, it's very... And now he's a uh, Believe in America or whatever. No, Believe in Bo. Yeah, Believe in Bo. But I'm fine with this if this is leading to a push or something. Like, uh, he's like the he's the third longest reigning NXT champion. So he's somebody that should have been, like, he he, he debuted in, in WWE, like, the main roster. And just nothing happened with him. Just like the Ascension. The Ascension, I think, is the longest reigning NXT tag team champions. If I was nothing. in charge, I would have released him. Why? I'm not a fan. He does nothing for me. He is only with the company because of his father, just like Charlotte. I, I don't think I don't think Bo Dallas stands out all that much. I mean, he's all charisma, and wrestling he's very good too. But I don't see this going anywhere. I don't see him. He really is. A, doing he's anything. a good wrestler. He has good charisma, but he's a terrible wrestler. I, I don't see him going anywhere. Is that though. what you just? So told what's me? the point? Hmm? What do you mean he can go anywhere? Sky's the limit. I think that there is a ceiling. Because you don't, you don't, Dallas. You, you don't believe. You know what? I don't. Don't call me you're, a believer. You're, you're a Lennon. Whoa, whoa. You yeah, are. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm okay with that. Shouldn't be. I am. You should totally strive am. for at least lime or orange. You know, 
But Seth Rollins did pick up a victory over Y2J. Yeah, some stuff to just make mention. Blockbuster was done in the match. Always a fan of the Blockbuster. Uh, Pedigree to end the match. This was confusing, though. Because, like, from a fan standpoint, who do you cheer for when they're both heels? Like, do we favor favor Rollins? Do we we favor Rollins because he came out and yelled at Stephanie? Yeah. Or do we cheer for Jericho because he's friends with Kevin Owens? You cheer for Rollins because that's what they want to make right now. They're trying to make Seth Rollins into uh, – they want to have a big face turn with Seth Rollins, and this is how they're going about it. I don't know. I mean, that's – I mean, we've read about the rumors for yeah, a long I mean, time that they wanted to the make – so. Yeah, that they, they wanted to make Seth Rollins the big face of the company since John Cena is going to be leaving. They wanted Seth Rollins to ter- turn him face, and this is part of it. So with him going against – but uh, how do you how do you arguing? How do you have some? How do you cheer Seth Rollins over Kevin Owens then? It's well, like the same. As I mean, it's you, you were just it's telling split. me before. You were just telling me before that the crowd was booing Kevin Owens, correct? Right, but then also later on they, they cheer him again. Like it's split. It happens. Well, it's that's like, the thing. He's a tweeter. A... I mean, but it doesn't make a difference though. There is no thing of a realistically. It doesn't make a difference. It really doesn't. About who to cheer for, who to boo. Cheer for whoever you want, boo whoever you want. It doesn't make a difference anymore because that's what happens now. It's not the old days. Yeah, you go to the circus, you get peanuts, whatever. And if there's a peanut on the table, maybe someone will eat it. Hey, you never know unless you have an allergy. That's a, I mean, that but, was a throwback, not not quite real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Seamus <laughs> picked up the victory over Cesaro, uh, making it 3 nothing in their best of seven series. Uh, was rocking out with those Irish curses during the uh, the match. I have to say my favorite thing, which I'm disappointed that definitely won't be in 2K17, that Celtic cross backbreaker that he did. Yeah, it's pretty sick. I thought that was the coolest thing. And uh, and thankfully, match number four, we didn't have to see. Thankfully, mm-hmm. as in like, oh, we've seen so many of them. Yeah, like legit, thankfully. Yeah, and this is what you alluded to earlier during... The earlier yeah. segment where match number four did take place at a house show in London, and uh, Cesaro got the win there. So yeah, it's now four uh, three to three one. This mm-hmm. is when Cesaro sweeps. Yeah, Which this I guess is, yeah. you can't really sweep, but yeah, you he, can't sweep. He, but he this sweep is a clean comeback. Sense. You yeah. could have a clean comeback. Sure. And I, Sports. I kind of hope he does it right now. But then the, I, what happened? I don't, know. I don't, I don't, I don't want it to go to a seventh match. I, I want just it want to see early. But I don't want. I'd rather see Sheamus. I mean Cesaro versus Kevin of Owens. Of course, me too. I would have rather Cesaro win, but still, I mean, you already got the motion going. Now it's just, I don't know. Now you just need. The I motion. feel like it's expected to go to the seven. It's gonna be. Unless it's, there's no way. There's no way Sheamus is gonna win that. I know. Uh, next up, you had Nia Jax pick up the no, victory. Oh, we had Shining Stars. Oh, yeah, yeah. I skipped over what I didn't care about. Enzo and Cass, which is so confusing because they have no storyline. Like, they mm. were they were hyped for months, had a match, then just went back to doing their promos again. And mm. now they get used here and there, but, like, like I don't, I don't understand why why have them pick up a victory over Cass and Enzo. What, like, what does that do? Like, Cass... Had such a great match last week on Raw. I don't understand what's the like what's the correlation between like oh let's just let's have Enzo and Kath lose. 
Mm-hmm. Like, well, we need to chop them down. They're getting too popular. I thought that's what John Cena was for. He's not uh, the same I, 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 I don't understand it. I think it's stupid to have them doing this, especially for the Shining Stars who were on a losing streak when they first came back. They, and have, no, they have no storyline. That's just that no. they, it doesn't make sense. I mean, but they did this last week, right? Didn't Angel Cass lost last week? Cass was in that big match. He was in the, that the big match. Title. When did they and lose? Enzo, and Enzo lost to Jericho, I think. Yeah, that's correct. Um, I feel like they're... Yeah, here. Uh, oh, no, that's SummerSlam where they lost to them. SummerSlam, uh, Jericho defeated Cass and Enzo. But, yeah, I feel like they've been losing too much. Even, though, even if that's once or twice in a row, I'm not a fan of it. I feel like they're dropping it. Well, speaking of dropping it, uh, Nia Jax defeated Ann Esposito. Uh, the only thing to make note here is the backstory that they played. Like, oh, Ann Esposito is best friends, or not best friends, but friends with Alicia Fox. And afterwards, like much later in the night, Fox got well, in. What? What do you want to say? There's not possibly say. anything you want to say about this match. There's a lot I want to say about this match because I think that this is complete awful it's rubbish that's right it is rubbish <laughs> i am not a fan of the fact that okay at first i was a-okay with squash matches and i still am i well, love hello, squash matches. hello though it's clearly it might be leading to nia Jax's first feud here okay okay but i am completely a-okay with this totally a-okay but you have to start doing something i mean Bro, you have to doing start, it. no doing it it's uh, how are they now doing it afterwards when Alicia Fox got into her face and smacked her in the face with a box of donuts hashtag stop the cake violence or whatever you want to hashtag by accident smashed her in the face with it too which then broke more better broke character yeah which I I thought that was hilarious Uh, me too but uh yeah so then she got into her face and Nia Jax shoved her so that's clearly looking like they're gonna set up some sort of feud yeah, but I feel like this should have been... I, I feel like it's just stupid. I feel like it's stupid. Do you? Yeah, but you kind of took away my steam because I didn't know that they had that much of a backstory. So. What do you mean? That was the whole reason why Fox got in her face. They didn't show that in the clip of YouTube. Well, did they show the cell phone picture? I thought the they were just talking picture? backstage. They didn't what? show the cell phone picture during Nia Jax's match? No. Well, They only showed the quick few punches then uh the other girl esposito hit a got a sleeper hold and that was really it yeah so the club came out all next. right so i i retreat my uh my comments about them not doing anything you but next see. week i want to see it continue yeah i kind of don't want to see nia Jax versus alicia fox but i mean i kind of don't want but to see i'm nia. happy i'm happy that alicia fox is getting used and uh now it's just up to summer ray to be getting used she's going on like 10 years with the company or 11 what? Fox. Yeah, it, yeah. Mm, didn't Rosa Mendez just hit ten, and that was like the longest for a diva currently? I think most recently or Alicia Fox was at like nine last time I looked. I think. Yeah, she's been there for quite some time. Yeah, props. She was probably she's probably there since like Deep South or something. Probably. 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 But the club came out next and brought out Old Day. Uh, I was not entertained at all with that. I do give WWE props because they, for for Old Day's theme song, they slowed down New Day's theme song. 
So in that sense, I popped. But yeah. uh, other than this, I do, I just don't. There's nothing. There's no reason for me to care about the club. Yeah, it's just like they they were brought in. They were so hot, and then now it's just. I, let's let's I, make fart jokes. I, I I mean, let's not deny. It, did we? Not, we spoke jokes. about this. We spoke about this on the podcast, and we said that the, we saw the writing on the wall that the club isn't doing what we expected them to do. Uh, given we, I don't even know what we expected. Maybe we sh- expected them to be shot to the top to the championships, but like to really win it a lot sooner. But I'm not too sure. Something happened, took place that really slowed down everything. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, New Day came out, went to go beat up the club, and they they ran off, and uh, they danced with All Day, and one of them hit Big E's with the cane, so New Day took them out. Alicia Fox signed with the WWE in 2006 with OVW. OVW, okay. Yeah. And then that year, October 20, 2006, she won the OVW Women's Championship. But then she lost it the following day. (laughs) So, good times. Yeah. So, speaking of not good times, Darren Young picked up the victory against Jinder Mahal. Uh, Titus O'Neil tried to distract Darren, but, like, it did nothing. And then Darren Young attacked Titus afterwards. Yep. Doing nothing. Which I felt felt so bad for Titus. Because his I, his shoe fell off at one point, and he literally couldn't stand on the on the entranceway. Yeah, he, there was one point where slipping. he legit like, yeah, okay, so he did slip multiple times. I was trying to real like understand what like it looked like. I didn't know if maybe someone ankle picked him, but he took a nasty bump on that ramp. Yeah, he kept slipping over and over again. Yeah, that's pretty funny. And I think his shoe flew into the crowd. Yeah, I'm, I'm not positive, but like he ended up, he got it back. But eBay, no, that's no. Rude. that'd be rude. Like you're standing right there. I I would like want to like if he walked off without his shoe, I would like try to flag down a ref or something. I would feel terrible. Like those shoes are probably so expensive. Yeah, that's true. That is a true story, or indeed. Tweet and be like, Titus, I have your shoe. How do I get it back to you? In exchange, can I have tickets to Monday Night Raw? I don't need more tickets. You're there already. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Strowman take on Sin Cara. Okay. See? They're doing stuff. Uh, you picked up the victory by countout. I was actually a fan of this. Uh, I mean, I didn't mind it. The only uh, thing, I guess, for me to really note was the fact that it was... Uh, Sin Cara had a new theme song I did not even take note of that it, it wasn't Lucha Dragon's theme song still which leads me to believe will, will Kalisto upon return have a new theme song I hope Kalisto is a part of the uh, Cruiserweight division well he's on Smackdown so Bam Rose yeah me. but they with the rumor of the new Cruiserweight division that's true so Bam Rose to me <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was also Sin Cara's birthday on Monday Oh, so they were like, "Oh, like we need somebody to job out to Strowman. Let's give him Sin Cara." So, yeah, which I was shocked how old he was. He was like thirty, yeah. like seven or thirty-eight or something like that. Hey, pretty crazy. Yeah. It is. But up next was something that uh, I mean, I saw right through. He did. 
Sasha Banks came out and teased her retirement due to a back injury. Uh, Dana Brooke came out to cut her off and was basically just like, like, oh, I'm like, screw your retirement. Screw your back injury. I'm going to do this. And Sasha Banks hit her with the bank statement and then announced that her bad news was not that she had to retire. The bad news was for Charlotte because at Clash of Champions, she'll, she'll be taking that title back. Now, a lot of people backstage, apparently, in uh, rumor said, um, were not a fan Wait, of this and said that. Backstage people said that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. A lot of people backstage were not a fan of this promo, thought that it was pretty, uh, not really uh, showing too much class in the writing of it. How about she called, that, she called her Miss Piggy? Yeah, she called Tana Brooke Miss Piggy. They thought that it was just like awful that it was kind of piggybacking off of the Daniel Bryan retirement, the uh, Edge retirement. How do you not say no pun times. intended? What do you mean? I mean, I just said that Dana Brooke got called Miss Piggy, and you're like, oh, they were piggybacking off. Oh, I didn't even intend for that. Yeah, I'm aware of that, but. Yeah, that's probably why I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it. I mean, you could have said no pun intended. I mean, you kind of did. Yeah, I kind of did. But, um, yeah, so it was kind of, I mean, I think the biggest disappointment of this promo was the fact that the Dudley Boys didn't do it. I think the even bigger disappointment is that the Dudley Boys didn't come out and put anybody through a table. They're done, man. They're gone. No, they're never done. Sad. They'll be back. They'll be back. But up next was the main event of Raw. We saw Kevin Owens defeat Sami Zayn. Um... Obviously, it was a good match, but I, I don't understand why. Why? Why what? Like, when you tell me that they're never going to face each other again, I don't want just six weeks to pass and then have why them face each other. they never face each other again? They, they were supposed to be completely done with each other. That was, that was Battleground. That was, oh, I'm done with Sami Zayn. I'm done with Kevin Owens. We're ending Who this at that? Battleground. They did. Was that a stipulation? It, that's what they. That's what the thing was. I never want to face them again. We're done. You don't wait don't six weeks that. before that's, something like that. You I'm wait. I'm fine with it. No, dumb. Sorry. Put Kevin Owens. Stupid. For, do a, You could do a best of twenty five series with him, and I'm all right. Stupid. Stupid. Dumb. Moronic. Idiotic. I'm good with it. Etc. Mm. No, I'm not. I'm mm. done. You could have mm. them face each other all you want on live events. But when it comes to pay-per-views and Monday Night Raws, when you say we're going to be done, you're done. I don't recall anybody saying that. Yeah, well, go back and listen. No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, of course you're good. Mm. Like, if, if six months passed, I'd be fine. But six weeks, no. How, absolutely not. Well, who else are you going to put in that role? What do you mean? You could put anybody. Tell me, who? Big Cass. Bam Who's Roasted. Who's first? I literally just told you. Bam Roasted. All right, but Big Cass already just had a match. Doesn't matter. Next. What do you mean next? They, I'd have to pick up the roster to, to go. They just used cast to put over Los Matadores. Very uh, awfully, considering what just happened the week before. So, big cast is out. Who do you put in now? It's the Shining Stars, brother. That's what I said. No, you didn't. <laughs> All right. So, who? who? I, I don't have the roster in front of me. So, how am I supposed to be like, tell you who? who? I don't know. But the cast is a good pick, though. So. Good job. Uh, but, next up. But after that, Roman Reigns came out. Uh, and yeah, then Jericho came out, and then Mick Foley came out and made that one-on-one -on -one match against Kevin Owens for Monday Night Raw, where if he wins, Roman Reigns will be 
placed in a triple threat match at Clash of Champions, which we just saw this like with AJ Styles. Yeah, uh, and I said this last week that they're overdoing it. Did I not? Mm. I said last week or the week before that they are overdoing this entire. If you win this match, then we'll make it a triple threat. It's like yeah. either it's either like that stipulation that WWE is using or tournaments. Like, it's, it's like awful. they can't get enough of them. No, it's awful. And then Jericho to end Raw went to go attack oh. Reigns and got hit with a spear. That he did. But moving on to SmackDown, Daniel Bryan opened the show talking about the women's championship, which he brought out Becky Lynch. She cut a promo. Natty cut her off. Uh, Alexa Bliss randomly was out there, and then Carmella randomly was out there, and then Naomi randomly was able to run down, and Nikki showed up to back up Becky, and then they all brawled. It was a brawl for all. And I really do hope the very first women's champion on SmackDown is Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Nice, good pick. I hope so. I didn't understand, so I guess now Nikki is definitely a face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I still like. I hate WWE for the way that she returned. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. The bad, bad job on their part. Yeah, I agree. And Carmella and Natalia are on the are good. No, they're they're heels. Yeah, but they just got done attacking each other on the ramps two weeks ago. Yeah, but I well, mean, Carmella turns. And now they're good together? I automatically? Guess, yeah. Stupid! Yeah, just, you know, so stupid. But yeah. uh, up next, we saw The Miz. I don't know if you want to speak about his backstage stuff at all. Nope. Defeated Apollo Crews. Dolph Ziggler was on commentary here. Uh, the end of the match, we saw where Miz pushed Cruz into Dolph Ziggler, uh, which allowed Miz to roll Cruz back into the ring and hit the skull-crushing finale to win. And uh, then Dolph Ziggler took the IC title and told Miz to get in the ring to get it, but he sent Maurice instead. Very which, smart. Yeah, but I, I think if Dolph Ziggler doesn't win the Intercontinental Championship on Sunday, I would like to see him kind of like quote-unquote, leave WWE for a bit. Because he said on commentary, he was like, I'm going to have to like rethink some things if if, if, I, if I can't beat Miz. So I don't, know what? What, I don't know what that I entails. Hope, I hope he doesn't win on, sun, on Sunday. But I would like to... I, I'm Not that it would ever happen, but I would like to see Dolph Ziggler go to NXT. Um, I think there's so many matches that he could like just... Help out yeah. with younger guys and stuff. I just there. don't want to. I don't know. Maybe I'm tired of it. Which it's like the, it's the same thing with Randy Orton, kind of where it's like I just I don't care for Orton on this on this main roster. It would be so much more meaningful on in NXT. Like he could show up on, on NXT and and challenge Nakamura. Be like, you know, uh, you're the you're the king of strong style. Blah blah blah. You're a legend in Japan. I'm the legend killer, and like feuds with. Nakamura or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just like I, I don't need to see. I mean, not to say I don't need to see Dolph Ziggler on the main roster, but if they're not doing anything with Dolph Ziggler on the main roster, yeah, then I don't like. There's they're not. They're just not doing anything with him. In NXT, I, if you went to NXT, it would, it would have meaning to it. Yeah, everything I in know. NXT has like meaning, and then they come up to the main roster, and well, what's That's going it. on? Nothing happens. Yeah. So, I don't know. But up next, 
was Alexa Bliss, Carmella, and Natalya taking on and defeating Nikki Bella, Naomi, and Becky Lynch. It's the typical uh, SmackDown multi-person tag match. Yeah. Um, and Carmella made, to say about Carmella it. made Nikki tap, so I really hope it's not Nikki Bella winning that championship on Sunday. I agree with you. Like, I'd be fine if, like, it was Nikki versus Carmella as, like, a secondary feud to the to the women's championship. Mm-hmm. I'd rather I, I'd just rather see Becky feud with, like, Bliss or Eva Marie. Think, I would, I just want to see either Becky Lynch or Alexa Bliss win that title on Sunday. Yeah, I'd be good with I, And I would settle with Naomi. But That's after funny. That, I was like, no, I don't want to see Naomi as champion, but, but she's been well way overdue for the, yeah that's why yeah i am so uh next up you had the tag team semifinals taking place american alpha defeated the usos uh right after the bell the usos went on the attack of american alpha but first of all, too first much of all i have to say that i was very happy that that match was like 30 seconds long what what are you serious what Okay, please tell me how you were happy with this. Well, well let, me, let me just finish with this. Um, so the, in, the, in the moment, Usos get the upper hand, but American Alpha end up hitting their finish. That's it. 28-second match. Please. Oh, and then after the match, they ended up doing the handshake, super kick, I don't splash know. to the leg. Oh, you hurt your leg. Call the help and whatever. Who I don't cares? know how you're pissed tell- off at that. How are you happy that this was 20 You complain week after week about not wanting to see the Usos. Okay, but this is different. You could actually have a good match, not 28 seconds. I don't know. How is this? Please tell me. I was fine with how short it was. I didn't want to see see the Usos wrestle, Mm -hmm. and I got to not see the Usos wrestle. Okay, so now how is this good storyline-wise? Because now the Usos are automatically in a match against the Hybros, to get back into the finals. So tell me how this is beneficial. This does. How does this make the Usos look any good? I mean, they just lost in 28 seconds. Yeah, I don't know. But they turned heel, so it doesn't matter. It's a clean slate. They should have turned heel many, many months ago. How is this even good? This is awful. This is awfully booked, awfully written. There's no reason to write off American Alpha from the tournament. Well, uh, you don't know that. There could be some like backstage injury that we don't know about. Bro. What? There could be. You- yeah, Brandon Brandon texted me or messaged me on Facebook telling me that he thinks that uh, – No, game- I didn't say I think. I you, said he could. There's a you, big difference. You bought it. There's you a big difference. What do you mean I bought it? Bought and it? Sinker. What did I buy? You bought the injury. No, I'm saying there could have been some sort of injury that that's why they got taken out and that's why the match stupid. was so quick. Stupid. You don't know anything. It's you don't awful. know who's injured and who's not. It's stupid to do something that quick and to try to make me believe that the Usos even have a shot now because they lost in 28 seconds. I hope stupid. the Usos awful. are not awful. the champions come Sunday. It is stupid and awful. And unfortunately, I think they will be. Well, I- Unless it's the hype rows that defeat them. Firstly, let's just get out of the way. Fandango danced with some How random woman and then got chokeslammed by Kane. Yeah, that random too. But moving on to... And no, no Baron Corbin interference or anything with Kane during that. Right. So Even Heath, though they had to stare down. But. Heath Slater and Rhino picked up the victory against the hype rows. Um, so this ties into the whole tournament. So now hype rows will be facing the Usos, which unfortunately the Usos will probably win. 
But uh, I'm happy that the Hype Bros got this far. And I see Rhino turning on Slater. I see him hitting Slater with the gore, putting Slater even more over, and making Rhino a bigger heel. Which I, I just, I hope, like, I don't know. I, mean, I, I, hope, I hope they win, but I see Rhino that just more. That would just suck, especially, I mean, you pointed it out during, during SmackDown. They showed it, like, during a commercial break or whatever. He Slater brought out his family. And Rhino, like, went to set up, like, tease a gore there. Yeah, it was weird. Like, it, that was a great segment, by the way, with his, where he Slater brought his family into the ring, introducing everyone. He I want, I want his family to change every single week, though, like Rosebud. That, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> I, that would be really funny. I like the fact that his wife was hitting on Rhino the entire time. I, everything about it was hilarious. And then Rhino saying how he hates kids, and then, uh, Grills, one of the kids. I thought it was funny. It was a good segment. What was up with that one kid that didn't even want to be like out there? Who? Oh, uh, the girl? No, Shermanator. Shermanator. The one in the I'm overalls. Not... The really inbred uh, looking kid. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Um, but I see Rhino turning on Slater, and I see whoever else is their opponent winning. And unfortunately, I hope it's not the Usos, because you... You don't have a tag team lose in 28 seconds and then tell me that they could be the tag team champions, even though they just lost. Dude, everyone has, everyone has an off night. An off night, 28 seconds, and then you heel turn that and then automatically, oh, well, they're heels now, so they, I guess, let's give them the championships, even though their movesets are going to be the same exact spiel, same exact moves, same exact double team stuff. Same exact taunts. Same exact promos. Who cares? Not me. Next. Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles ended SmackDown with a promo with each other. Uh, Ambrose gave him a bowling trophy. Yeah, and AJ AJ smashed it and then gave him a kick there right in his nether region. Yep. Kicked him square in his balls. What did you think about the ending? Uh, is that how you build to a pay-per-view match? I think we can agree no. A bowling trophy and a kick in the balls? I don't think so. I think we can agree no. I don't think SmackDown had a strong ending leading to WWE backlash. And I think that we can both agree that we're going to see a few nut shots in the pay-per-view match, unfortunately. Kind of like that Baron Corbin versus Ziggler. Yeah. Because they just did that too. I... Could see something like that taking place. Perhaps. I don't know. But WWE Backlash is taking place this Sunday at the Richmond Coliseum in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, There's no pre-show matches announced. Yet, yet. Do you know the last time uh, Backlash took place? Yeah, in 2009. Well, do you remember the main event or no? The main event of Backlash 2009? Yeah. Was it an I Quit match? No. Close. John Cena defending his championship against Edge in the last man standing match for the championship, the World Heavyweight Championship. So. Oh, there was an I Quit match. How funny is that? Was there? (laughs) Yeah, Jeff and Matt Hardy. That is funny. Ricky Steamboat and Jericho, damn. Wow, ECW, ECW championship still existed. Christian defeated Jack Swagger to become champion. 
Uh, good news. Kofi Kingston and Dolph Ziggler were sailing highs on the seven seas of the pre-shows. Where I don't uh, even know if they had pre-shows back then. It was a dark match. I don't know. I don't know. Legacy took on uh, Triple H, Batista, and Shane. And now Shane's back. Who who knew? Who would have guessed? Santina wrestled and defeated Beth Phoenix for the and title of Miss WrestleMania. Check Kane, out this. Kane check out this card. CM Punk. I mean, and the year before, you were seeing Shawn Michaels versus Batista. Triple H defeated Randy Orton, John Cena, and JBL. Undertaker defeating Edge. Uh, Big Show defeating Great Khali. Like, so. And and before that, Chris Benoit wasn't even on the pay-per-view. 2007. <laughs> Dude, Hardy Boys versus Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch. Chris Benoit versus MVP. Team McMahon, Umaga, Shane, and Vince versus Bobby Lashley. Mm. That's when, I think that that's when Vince won the ECW championship. You know? And then before that, you had the McMahons teaming up to, to take on Shawn Michaels and God in a no-holds-barred match. Wow, they were part of Backlash a lot, huh? Yeah. Uh. I think my, my favorite Backlash poster is that first one with, with Mankind. Mm. And I think... Uh, the hooks. They used to have hook set. Like the set was a hook. That would swing. Yeah. But that was uh, very very interesting about yeah. the God being the match. But should we should we do backlash first or talk about NXT and the Cruiserweight Classic first? Man, Let, do we have to do talk NXT. about it really? NXT I just want to mention NXT that uh it. Yeah, TM six one defeated Arya Davari and Tony Nese, so that was really cool that Nice got to be on NXT. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, soon. More. Yeah. Uh, Ember Moon picked up the victory against Leah Vaughn. Uh, Austin Aries defeated Andrade Almas and Nakamura. Good match. Yeah, it was. And when Andrade got rid of his, uh, that weird entrance gear that he had. But, uh, and then Nakamura defeated Steve Cutler. So that was good. But the, uh, Cruiserweight Classic took place the semifinals. No, that's not the semifinals, right? No, quarterfinals. Uh, TJ Perkins defeated Rich Swan, unfortunately. And then Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Noam Dar. And, and that was a sick match. Yeah, it was good. And I think that was the best Noam Dar match that was on in the, in the tournament. I agree. I think that that match was – that sold me. I'm, I'm sold on it. Um, that what, was a good match. What's it? On Dar. Oh. That match yes. is awesome. So next week we'll have the live finals. We're going to be seeing Grand Metallic versus Zack Sabre Jr., Abushi versus T.J. Perkins, and then the winner of the, winner of those two matches will go on to face each other. Let's call it right now. All right, who's going to be uh, in the finals? See, that's I'm disappointed. Like, I want to see Grand Metallic versus Abushi. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to go with. Even though like it's it's difficult to not say Sabre Jr. versus Abushi. Mm-hmm. So I'm Who going. Who is Ibushi facing? T.J. Perkins. Okay. I'm gonna go with Zack Saber Jr. versus Ibushi. Yeah. So, which I mean, that's probably then, the more obvious because I mean, I don't know why they would have Grand Metallic win it, but that's what I would rather see him. I would rather see Grand Metallic versus Ibushi and then have Ibushi Ibushi win it. All right. So, you, are you saying Ibushi's gonna win? Uh, yeah. Sure. Why not? I'll say that. All right. Um. 
I whoa, I want to say Saber, but I think Ibushi. So just to play it different, I'll go with Saber. Oh, that sucks. I won't even be home to watch that live. <laughs> Going to see ACDC next Wednesday. That's awesome. With Curtis Axel Rose. Interesting. And then also taking place at the Cruiserweight Classic finale will be Gargano and Champa versus The Revival, I believe, for the titles. So expect a title change. Probably. But let's but get on to some... To- Backlash. Some backlash. Yes, I uh, Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt. I do not care about this. I'm going to say Randy Orton. I think that Bray Wyatt has to win this match. Yeah, but it's Bray Wyatt, so. I, unfortunately, I know. He's probably the most under, he, he's probably more underused than Cesaro. Because Bray, I think, has a lot more potential than Cesaro for the fact that his ability to cut a promo and really uh, kind of be just draw you in. I feel like they dropped the ball the most with him. So hopefully Bray picks up the win. All right. uh, So tag team championship match. Let's start with the Hypros versus Usos. Unfortunately, I guess we're going to have to go with the Usos. You know what? I'm going to go with the Hypros. Now, what would be interesting to me is if the Hype Bros get attacked by the Usos after the match, and then Slater and Rhino just end up walking into the locker room, and then Shane's just like, you know what, Uh, you're champions. Nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I don't I think that would be kind of funny. I don't know if that'll happen. I don't think so either. Maybe they throw in some random tag team and be like, you got to face these people. All right, I'm going Hype Bros anyways. Yeah, so... And then in that match, in that sense, it would be either Usos versus Hype Bros. I mean, Usos versus Slater Gore or Hype Bros versus Slater Gore. And then in that case, I'm still going Heath Slater and Rhino. It's so difficult because I really want Slater Rhino to win. But I don't know. Um, eh, I'll follow Slater Rhino. We can save the turn to a later date. All right, uh, we'll go Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Carmella, Naomi, Natalia, Nikki, Bella. I'm going to go with Becky Lynch. I'm going with Becky Lynch as well for the WWE SmackDown Women's Champion. Six-pack right. challenge elimination match. Yeah. Next up. I'm going to be so disappointed when it's not her. Yeah, right. Next Bliss. up, Miz. Miz taking on Ziggler for the IC Championship, defending his IC Championship. I'm going to go with the Miz. i got to pick Miz, too. And I think that has to happen, actually. I think that The Miz has to pick up that icy victory, especially after his promo with Daniel Bryan. He has a lot. Now that he had that promo, he has a lot to prove. And if he loses this, I feel like that says something big. Bigger than it would have said if Ziggler wins. Right. So. And our final match of the evening that is announced, we have for the WWE Championship Champion Dean Ambrose versus Challenger. I already wrote down your pick, and I'm picking mine. I already wrote down who you picked. Really? Yep. Who did I pick? Well, you picked Ambrose, and I am going to pick Ambrose as well. Wrong. I picked AJ Styles. Really? I don't don't see it happening, but that's 
that's my hope. Yeah, you're gonna go with AJ. Yeah. All right, I'm going with Dean Ambrose because I, like you just said, I think that it should be AJ. What has this title reign for Dean Ambrose done for him? It's done nothing for, any for of him. Us. It's done nothing for WWE. That no. podcast with Stone Cold Steve Austin made him look like a Awkward. complete idiot, a joke. It I mean, sucks, this isn't a champion that you could really put out there and make money off of. I mean, you can't really put him on the Today Show and stuff, as they did not. They put it's him like, on. It's like, oh, we're here with Dean Ambrose, the WWE champion. Yeah, so who cares? Yeah, he has a lot of charisma. So. What do you mean? You've. He, no, he's just sarcastic. That's it. I think his, his promos prior to WWE were great. Yeah, but I mean, just recently, I haven't been a fan. Just recently, yeah. I'm commenting on. But so, right. shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you very much to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go follow Jonathan at Mr. John Faust. Also, go follow Eric at Montreal Broski. Bot Broski Fight just put out new video on first thing in the morning. Did you watch those worm videos? Not yet, but I, I be, do plan on it. I would be so like pissed off playing that video game because it's not normal golf. It's just like you gotta like I don't know. You need a skill to it. I am gonna watch five, the. Five Nights at Freddy's, which you just posted. It's a good horror game. Uh, first thing in the morning. You know, go what, you're, subscribe. What, you're, what you're doing right now might be a little bit offensive. Go subscribe on the First Thing in the Morning podcast, YouTube show radio, on the YouTube for Montreal Broski, at MTL Broski. And, uh, Brandon, any shout-outs? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shout-outs. Waka waka. Okay, so this first one isn't a shout-out. It's not an anti-shout-out. I don't know what it is. It's more of like a warning. And that's to uh, warn you and to tell you specifically to be careful when using tinfoil. Because apparently you can get a pretty deep cut from it. And that, that happened to me this week. And it that sucked. sounds unfortunate. Yeah. The big, Are you okay? I mean, of course I'm okay. Emotionally, I'm a little scarred, but... Is there anything I could do to help you? No, obviously not. I mean, you're not a doctor, so... I will be soon. Yeah, but not the same kind of doctor. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna... I mean, you're, you're, you're a dentist. I'm not gonna, like... I mean, I, I don't know if you could diagnose this rash. I don't think you can. But, uh, unless it's in, in the mouth, which, in that case... Bam roasted to you for having a... <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> but uh, next shout-out goes to NXT TakeOver London because it seems like that arena is going to be featured in WWE 2K17, which gives me hope for Brooklyn to be in it. So hopefully in that trailer that we got to see that they released on Wednesday... Um, Hopefully that means that TakeOver Brooklyn will be in it. Mm -hmm. um, and then last last up, I think everyone should check out um, Atlanta on FX. It's Donald Glover's new TV show. And I thought it was good. He's uh, really talented. 
is it a comedy or is it it's life? it's more it's not his life it's definitely not his life but it's more of uh it's not like it's not completely drama there's some comedy in it but it's like it's like dark kind of it's about it's about a, a rapper and uh, he's playing a he wants to be the manager mm-hmm. so he's trying to be the manager and they're in Atlanta there's there's violence and stuff so yeah check it out strong strong language strong subjects but it hmm. seems like a good show they aired two episodes so far all right yeah sounds and interesting those are my shout outs now it's time to move on to our Moment of the week this week in professional wrestling, marking out episode 292. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Mark out moment of the week. Gonna go to the PWG bowl up DVD previews put on the YouTube page. Uh, what is there not to mark out for with those? Gives you a little bit of a glimpse to the a uh, little bit of the matches that they uh, did in the uh, little bit of uh, Rosita, California. Yeah, like oh, was very it a, good. Was it a Shooting Star Press uh, Meltzer driver? Oh yes, or whatever yes. they call those moves. I don't know. Yeah, Shooting Star Press Meltzer driver, and then you have that other. I wonder if he was. Move. I wonder if he was pissed sitting ringside. Probably not. Like I think it, it was. He's in on I, all of it. I think it was his face all over their tights. Yeah, he's in all of it. He loves them. It's a huge mark. Um, yeah. I that, was it. that wasn't me. I I, I, it's funny because I, I know it's what it was. I, I was going to say, I suppose you're going to say that was the chair. No, it was my, my foot was on the uh, on my coffee table. See, oh, I almost pushed myself over. And I slipped off of it a little bit. I'll buy it. Um, so that is the week of professional wrestling here on Markham. Episode 209 to do for wrestling. <laughs> nice. You can go buy our t-shirts over at the uh, prowrestlingtees.com slash markingout. Prowrestlingtees.com slash markingout. Facebook.com slash markingout. You can go to Twitter, <laughs> follow us on Twitter at markingout. You can go follow Brandon on Twitter at <laughs> Go follow Dave on Twitter at Dave on And you can go subscribe to us on iTunes and uh, Stitcher Radio, whatever that is, and uh, Google Play. Read us up Oh man, we wish you could eat. Best of all, you ever have a fantastic week. <laughs> <laughs>